0: Okay, great. Uh, welcome. This is, uh, we're doing a, I'm, I'm recording this on my podcast so you can listen to yourself, oh, Alan. Oh, I can
1: listen to it.
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh exactly. We're here. It's a Derek tour of Lakewood, uh, the BMG, the famous bass of gavoa. I'm here today. Rabbi Pitham is here. Uh, he's going to be heckling and adding and, uh, no, no, uh, yeah. and we're going to be playing off each other and we're going to be talking about the history of this place. Um, we're here, Jonathan Speculin is here. We're here, we have a distinguished alumni, we have all distinguished alumni, many distinguished uh, from Derek, one of which is actually learning in Lakewood right now, Noah Campbell, and adding your two cents, we're very Hamish, you will interrupt. Um, Josh Sagan, who's, uh, who's who's a big advocate of Lakewood in every which way. Uh, is going to be adding his his uh, his, his opinions, <laughs> and Alex Friedman. Uh, Alex is, is uh, actually a font of no- a font of knowledge, and um, and um, I can say this yes. His father is the chairman of Lakewood Yeshiva, um, so that's how we got in. That's how Bezrash Hashem. One of our uh, one of our objects today. I can put it right here. Uh, one of our objects today is we were him to get into Rav Malkiel Cutler, the Rosh Yeshiva of Lakewood Yeshiva. Who's uh, and what a day to come on! It's the yard site of Rav Schnur Cutler uh, today, and maybe we'll even get in and hear a shear At which time? I
2: think it's it's in Yiddish.
0: It's in Yiddish, so perhaps we won't get in, or maybe we'll get in like just for the symbol and say we were there, but not actually to (laughs) listen to it. Unless Rav Pitsin will do on-the-spot translation. start
3: staring at me over there. And that's what
0: they'll do. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So um, why don't we appreciate like what this place is? Something that even sometimes locals don't quite understand. Um, this was the dream, and when I say dream, sometimes you use the expression dream on, like not a chance in a million years, that's what he was told, this is the dream of uh, one of the great Jews of, the, of, of all time, and certainly of the last century, of Aaron Cutler, who was born in 1892, uh, in, uh, he actually moved around, he was in, born in Belarus, he was, uh, uh, he was born to a distinguished family. Uh, orphaned, relatively young, raised by his uncle of Yitzchak, and sent to a variety of different Chosub Chosub Yeshivas that I'm going to talk about in a second. But he's born in 1892, and meanwhile, on the other side of the Atlantic, exact same time, in a little township around New Jersey, uh, they, were, they had just declared the exact same winter of, 19, of 1892 a new township that they called Lakewood. So that, and people point to this, the idea that Rav Aaron was born punk, just when they created Lakewood. Lakewood was created for Rav Aaron. Like you see, you see how sometimes we know Kaddish Baruch who runs the show. And he works every detail in history, but sometimes you see that a little more clearly than other times. Rav Aaron Cutler was, and Ilui was a child prodigy and a, and a powerhouse. When he went to the great Knessis Yis- y- um, Yisrael Yeshiva that was called Slobotka, named for Rav Yisrael Salanter, um, the altar of Slobodka, who's, I was Zoha on Sunday to stand by his kever uh, and Harazesim in the Mount of Olives uh, guiding a wonderful Persian family from L.A. And uh, we were talking about him. He said he had 400 students, some of whom went on to become <laughs> Mamash the Gdole Hador of Yaakov Kamenetsky, Rav Shacham Elong, David Leibut, Rav Ruderman, like founding yeshivas and, 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 and leading Klal Yisrael into the next, uh, next hundred years. Um, but he, he said he had four hundred students. He said, but um, the, the lashon—it's better than the original. Um, he, he said he said it was all for uh, Revaron Cutler. Uh, he was he was he was my primary. Uh, he was my primary talmid. Um, I have four hundred students, but the yeshiv exists for one of them. That's his lashon. Um, while he was learning in Slobodka he had an older sister. Now, he came from, uh, from family. Everybody, all of us come from, fam- from families. Do you know that your family is totally from? You just don't always realize it. I know, I know a lot about your family, right? Totally religious. Um, but that was many centuries earlier, right? Uh, there's a little bit that happened in the meantime, right? But back in the day when they were assimilating, when they were becoming a little more goyish, sometimes they would look like they were from. So he had an older sister. It's a famous mice. You know what? Does anybody know the story I'm about to say? One of these famous stories. He had an older sister who was very concerned about little brother. What's going to be his fate? Little Aaron Cutler, and uh, what's gonna be? And so she wrote him. She says it's great you're learning Torah. She wasn't anti-religious. They hadn't come to that just yet entirely. Um, she said, but you gotta get a secular education. anybody mentioned that to you? know she should have a secular education, right? Have heard hear such a thing? And um, no, your mother would never say such a thing. Such a thing, right? You gotta have a job. Gotta have a parnasa, right? And um, she wrote him letters that were intercepted by the staff. Rivaro never saw the letters. And the altar saw the letters and wrote her back angrily and said, you know, this is not our approach. So she managed to keep writing letters. She was persistent. And she wrote a letter. I should should read her Lashon too. She wrote a letter uh, to her little brother out of love and concern. She meant well, but this is where the Jews were moving. And uh, she said like this. She said, you have to get a secular education. If you don't get a proper university education and this is her, her Make something of yourself, then in 50 years, no one will ever know. No, <coughs> no one will ever know, and Aaron Cutler ever existed in the world. We have this story from his grandson, Jakob Schwartzmann. Uh, so you have to have some vision. People will tell you forcefully that no one will ever, and you'll never hear about anything. But uh, you have to, if you do, for Kaddish Baruch, you see things come together. Ravon Cutler learned in, uh, in Slobodka because of the extreme difficulty of the times. He had to move several times. He moved to Slutsk. Later, they had to move to Kletsk. Uh, he learned by his um, what would become his father in law, Revisor Zalman Meltzer. And uh, eventually, they moved to Vilna. Things were so difficult. I mean, to learn Tyra in those days was such mysterious nephew. So much devotion had to go into it. And uh, Eventually, eventually, it was 1941 and he was a refugee on flight from... Uh, he was a refugee moving around the world and trying to get out and escape from the Nazis. And the Vadat Salah directly intervened in his in his case. And there was a point in his journey, this is another famous Maisa, perhaps familiar. Um, it was a famous Maisa where they... Um, he had a chance to go to what was then called Palestine or to America. Now in 1941, when your options are quite limited, staying in Europe clearly is not an option. Uh, Palestine is one choice. The Golden of Medina, America is another choice. What do you do? So which which is the lesser of the evils? So America is looking pretty bleak. I mean, going there is almost... Everybody's running for money here, right? And go to Palestine, honestly, it's not so much better. The religious world was in tatters. And the prospects, what's going to be in Palestine, all those Arabs all around you, there was no idea that there was going to be a separate entity of for, for Jews. So he did what's called a Goral Agra. Goral is when you, there's a, there's a system of how you do it. You find, it seems random, of course, nothing's random in Hashem's world. Everything, everything happens for a reason. So he found the Pasuk, and they hit upon, us, they hit upon a Pasuk, and it said in the Pasuk, Vayomer Hashem El Aron. Hashem says to Aaron, Leich El Moshe. Go to Moshe Hamidbara. Go to Moshe in the wilderness. Who's in America, punked in these days, who had recently gotten out of, uh, of, of, uh, of Europe as well? Rav Moshe Feinstein. Rav Moshe Feinstein was here. So you he understand from the Gorla Gras that that was a Kaddish Baruch who's speaking to him and say, Go to the wilderness, that's America, and, uh, and you'll join Moshe. You know, it's just like Moshe and Aaron led the Jewish people in the Midbar, in the wilderness in, in uh, by Har Sinai and throughout the Sinai Desert. So too, Aaron Ravon Cutler came to uh, Moshe, Rav Moshe Feinstein, in the wilderness of America. And he came and he looked around and he initially was in the Upper West Side and he moved to Borough Park and the prospects were pretty bleak. I mean, there wasn't much going on here. And the yeshivas, Baruch Hashem, there were yeshivas. What the yeshivas were around? What do you know? Where we went. What's that? Yeah, go ahead. Where did we go? We went, we went to Tor Vidas and there was Rav Berlin. There were some chashu places. But you know, almost all this, that was last summer. We, did, we, uh, we, we, went, on the, we went on these tours there. But in, in these yeshivas all the boys simultaneously were working for a secular education like Rav older sister insisted that he do and he said nothing of the sort you're going to have the yeshiva it's got to be a proper yeshiva where it's Torah Torah and then a little more Torah right? I can't compromise on our, on our, on our focus on the Kaddish Baruch Hu Alan? If you don't
4: teach a single thing about like, secular
0: education not... Right, right so this is a hot loaded topic of which, which how many hours Josh have we talked about this one? Look, look don't translate this necessarily into your life how it's going to be and don't tell your mother please uh, right no please don't right looks good um, because this is a big topic and for sure there are you know there's an understanding the post scheme the big rabbis understand that you just got to make a living right so what you need to do for your parnasa for your, for your living okay and they're sympathetic and if that involves university Rav and Vaseman who lived uh, maybe he was a generation older but he was alive uh, until around the time that Arun, Rav Aron got out of uh, Europe um, he said that when it comes to Torah that should be you should learn it but only for Hashem and when it comes to secular studies you should do it Lishma, meaning you should just do whatever necessary things you need to learn to get a job and to get the money that you need to put bread on the table and, and done with But in a yeshiva, if he's going to start a yeshiva, Rav lived through the destruction, not just of European Jewry, but of the European Torah that had been built up for a thousand years. The Torah was immense. There were giants there. Uh, it It took about a thousand years to build up. Within 12 years, the Nazi machine destroyed it all. And he understood that he was building for the future. And if he's going to do it, he's not going to compromise. He's going to do it right. And he came and he looked around and he said, I'm going to have a yeshiva in European style. And everybody laughed at him. And they said, it is inconceivable, you will never succeed, you will not attract students. An American Bocher, an American young man, lives to make a parnassah. Even if he's a serious, yeah, he's a serious yid, he's going to learn Torah, but he's got to make a parnassah, you've got to give him some means. The rest of his life, you could say, was he, was, he set out to prove them wrong. And um, today, jumping to the end, and we'll fill in some stories in the middle, but jumping to the end, We're standing in the complex of Lakewood. We're standing outside the Hertzka building, the main base measures, but there's so many Bate measures it's hard to keep track of them. It was hard for us to even meet this morning uh, for lack of being able to coordinate. We're across the hall from the Baron Hall and we're walking through here. And one thing that's hard to convey, I'm trying to give it over, but the sense that's palpable of I, I can't, but let me just finish my insight. Yeah, yeah so this the sense that's palpable of, like, there's just so much Torah in one place, and everybody's steiging, everybody's learning. There are today, by far, without close competition, the largest the largest makum uh, Torah in, in in North America. Um, there was question whether it's the largest makum Torah in the world. It seems by the numbers, my, my dad is three years old, four years old, 19, 2019, but it said that there are... Um, just under seven thousand students learning here. What's the number now, Noah? I, I think they said a
5: number recently. I think it was eight thousand.
0: Right? Eight thousand, up to eight thousand. So in two thousand and nineteen, and perhaps they've gone up too. But they you say in the Mir and Yerushalayim, it's it's nine thousand, right? Of course, how you count and how you splice the numbers, what well, it doesn't really make a difference at this point. Look, both of them, Lakewood and Mir, um, each of them in their own rights. Um, there hasn't been a place of Jews learning Torah, learning their heritage in one place, arguably since Rav Higon back in Bavel, a thousand years earlier. Wait, so you're saying that this is one of the biggest yeshivas like, in the world? Sure. It's not just one of the biggest yeshivas in the world. There are hundreds of yeshivas. This entire township is just Jewish central. There's so much going on. There's so much Torah being learned. Of the 7,000 students, seven, 8,000 students who are learning just here, Probably now well over 4,000 of them are learning in Kolo. What does Kolo mean? Kolo means they're married. And they got wives to support and children to feed. Uh, I you think, think it's up to... And they get married the
5: time. Right. Right.
0: So right. Those, those Jews, you just keep getting married, all of you guys. Yeah. Right, so the growing is and then bigger. they stay. They stay in learning. They stay full time in learning. And some, and usually yeshiva is you pay if you pay, and kolal is you get paid if they get if they pay you, right? And and so, um, and that's very much uh, R- Ravarn's vision, right? And so, if you want something, and you you shoot high and you do it l'shem shemaim. Don't compromise. We can pause. So
2: in a few minutes, they're finishing shear, and those rooms will pop will become hardly free. So
0: oh, so we'll like go. Great. So that that What's the sheer? sheer? Is it worth us picking in now and taking a look? Because I have a lot to say, but it doesn't have to be all at once. I don't
2: know. Sheer. I wasn't told that. I think each sheer individual, sheer right? Each individual. The right? so sheer. We wanted
0: to, pain to pain get, to get there's, the sh- so there's some rooms that give us a great view yeah. over yeah, the main base. So in a few minutes, in a few sheer minutes, sheer it'll, sheer it'll be available.
5: Now. So once there's a sheer, those rooms should be. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like
0: that. Fantastic. Fantastic. Rabbi, Rabbi them, anything you want to add or subtract? Alex, anything? We could be Hamish today. We're at Lakewood. Uh, I'll say a little bit more about, about, about his journey. So it didn't start quickly. It did not start overnight. Um, they started, um, they came out, they, they heard about Lakewood this sleepy little uh, village in, uh, in New Jersey. And he liked the fact that it was close enough to the, to the tri-state area that you could attract a lot of Yidden, but far enough away that you didn't have the hustle-bustle of the city life to distract you. You could sit in the here undistracted. That was, that was certainly uh, appropriate. He started in a tiny apartment with uh, 15 bachrim, And in his lifetime, he died in, he died in 1962. Uh, in his lifetime, there were 250 students that he saw. So even he, and this is true of many of the architects of, of, of Torah, of the Torah world who came to America, many of them did not live to see the fruit of their own labor. We said this last summer, if you remember, on the, when we were in Brooklyn, and how, uh, how actually it looked really bleak. It looked like assimilation, intermarriage, and ignorance were going to rule the day with Klal Yisrael. And um, uh, you, have to, you have to have some patience and, and, and perseverance. Um, Rav Aaron, only just, let me speak to one Nakuda and then we'll, we'll try to go upstairs. One, one thing that was known about, look, Rav Aaron was a doer. He was involved, and in, helped me here, he, he helped found, he, he, he was saved by the Wad Hatzalah, then he became a major silent anonymous player behind the scenes trying to save Jewish lives. Um, probably because of the effects, the, the actions of Wad Hatzalah, maybe a hundred thousand Jews were, were saved from the Nazis and brought to North America uh he had a major part in all of that and all of it was done anonymously we only know about this after his death that he was he was behind the scenes moving and shaking Rev. avram avram Kalman, was involved um, eliezer silver quite famously were very involved in these in these efforts to save jews i mean to us this sounds obviously holocaust i mean you know if you could t- teleport back in time to the holocaust you would do everything to save people do you know that the american jewish community uh, by and large the most uh, even at the time the wealthiest and largest in the world did virtually nothing. The attitude was shock. It happened here. Stephen S. Wise, the Reform rabbi, uh, opposed publicly a food drop to some of the ghettos in in Poland because they'll say that somehow the Jews are in it together and maybe it'll have bad reverberations for Jews in America. So in the face of this, you had these Yechide Skula, these individuals who fought against and, and, and tried to save he was the founder of the Moetzes Gedoli HaTorah. He was the founder of Chinuch Atzma'i, which is the standard Torah system of education in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, till today, he was an extraordinary arrangement after his father-in-law and Rebbe, Rav Meltzer, passed away. He was the Rosh Yeshiva of Eitz Chaim Yeshiva in Yerushalayim. He became the Rosh Yeshiva, even though he was here. But, you know, if you get have Aron Cutler as your Rosh Yeshiva, so why not, right? So he was involved in everything. Um, he had a hard life. Uh, but that's where we're supposed to be. Adam la'amol yulad. I keep saying this morning, right? Man is born for toil, and he is—he's uh, an—he's Like you, you think of this as maybe he's a great administrator. I haven't really emphasized the fact that he was—he um, was galador in his Torah, in his depth, his intensity. When he was on the when he was on the road, when he was campaigning, every free second he had a Torah out. He couldn't go anywhere without without learning Torah. Uh, and he was uncompromising. His other quality that he's very well known for was his midas emes. The original building did not look like this, of Lakewood. Uh, this is a story I always, I always tell, and I actually came up in an argument we had over Derek, because I always tell this, this mice they had a very plain, very plain...
1: It building
0: looked like that over there. <laughs> yeah, mom is it looked like... <laughs> not even, right? And somebody, I guess in the 1950s, they could even, they had, I don't know if they had the technology, but somebody photoshopped a tree, just a, a tree look a little bit aesthetically appealing, something, right? So they put a tree in the brochure, and Revan saw the brochure and said, what's that? He said, well, Rebbe, it's a tree. He said, take it out, it's a sheker. It's a lie. We're misrepresenting the yeshiva. The doesn't have a tree, can't, can't write that it doesn't have a tree. We had the Derrach uh, website, not, not, not long ago, we had a picture of the main base in Or which is quite beautiful, the new main base measures, but it's not Derach. And it's true, we can peek into the main base from there, so I guess if you want to represent Derech that way, but it's a lie. So I, I argued, I said, we can't, You when, can't when have I, that.
2: When I first applied, the dorms were like pictures of the Four Seasons. I thought <laughs> I was getting
0: Right. Okay. And then you found that the food was like that, but other, otherwise.
1: Yeah.
0: <coughs> um, they were visited, a new story, but along the same line. His meat is the MS, MS means truth. And he was like searing truth. He just said it like it was. So they had a major, major donor, a gvir. You know the story? And a major donor who came once, uh, he was with his right-hand man, Irving Bunum, who wrote, among other things, a wonderful commentary on Pirkei Avos. So they, 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 were, they were greeting him and they were accepting his large check, his annual check. And the Gevir came and um, said he was rushed because he was catching a plane to Eretz Yisrael. Why is he going? Because the of advice is a special dedication of a new building called Hechal Shlomo, which is very involved with the secular and the state and the Rabbanut and the various organizations. And when Revaran Cutler heard this, he says, Also, oh, he looked at the, this donor, and usually, when, you're, when you have a, an institution, and you have a donor, how do you want to treat the donor? Okay. Yeah, you kind of use him, you need him, right? He, he, he's useful. So Revaran looked at the donor, and he said, um, You can't go. I do not permit you to go to that dedication. Can I go to the Khan Zubayis? And the man argued. He said, look, they're counting on me. I told them already. I'm a man of my word. I, I said I'd be there. He said, but I've told you it's us, sir. And the post came up already Paskin that this is an organization we can't have anything to do with. And I'm telling you now, we, I do not permit you to go. And eventually, eventually, after a long, long, long argument, the man said, okay, he relented. He said, okay, I won't, I won't go. I won't go. Uh, so you, sometimes you win, a, you win a battle, you lose the war. Uh, the checks came in in the future, in future years from this man, um, a few zeros less. He wrote like, you know, whatever the equivalent of eighteen dollars uh, kinda of, kind of a check. And years later, Uvron Bunning looked at looked at the Rebbe, looked at Raharan Cutler and he said, Rebbe, was that a mistake? And he said, Never. Are yeshivas founded in order to spread the truth of Torah? Hashem provides the money. We we, we don't we don't worry about these things. Um, so years later, the yeshiva's doing okay. And uh, and we are zochim today to walk around and absorb the Torah and realize what it is to have a Maqam Torah, outside of Eretz Yisrael even. And, uh, <laughs> and um, good. Anybody, you want to add, you want to tell us about the township? Lakewood itself is uh, not just the yeshiva, but today the whole, you have a city of Torah. Yeah,
2: no, I mean, I would first say that...
0: This is Alex Friedman. I
2: would, yeah, I would first say that if you look at sort of any major figure in American Jewry, I don't think you can point to anyone more than Revaro, the who really affected torah in america i mean there was he almost all the torah we have today in america could be traced back to our
1: mm-hmm.
2: um you look at every single town whether it be Phoenix or Boston or St. Louis and there's a liquid And can I road.
0: broaden that? It's not just... even though it is America and, yes. and, Canada, and Canada and Toronto, and Toronto Toronto's is a major... In Rome, e-
2: even, even in Berlin, Germany, right? Berlin, Part of Mexico where,
0: where, City... Where, where, where the
1: Holocaust happened.
0: Right. Lakewood cold there cold are liquid kolos. are liquid There's, and, cold. there's and, Lakewood Eastern Yushalayim, and Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim.
2: I mean, every single town in America
0: has a liquid I mean, But you, let's and, broaden that. What does that mean, Lakewood? Lakewood means I mean, you bring yeah. uncompromised, uncompromising uh, Torah, we're here for Hashem. Whatever your distractions, whatever's going on in the world, but it's all about the Torah that we're learning. And you have this in—you have this as the nucleus of your community. They set the tone. They set the standard and it works, and rever- it reverberates out as Lakewood does. So Lakewood today has, you were about to say in the car. Well, Lakewood now
2: has about 130,000 from, from Yedin. Um, you know, Consider
0: that. 130,000 people from this tiny sleepy yeah. town that was created uh, yeah. in, in 1892. A
2: town built for 10,000 people. That's why there's so much traffic and, and let's just say it isn't the best plan. Um, but
0: in terms of like urban urban planning yeah, kind of a thing, place, it was it wasn't, not because it was. It, was, it, was it didn't. They didn't know. They didn't realize.
2: Yeshiva is still you could say the heart and core of the town. Yeah. But it's become so much bigger than that. I mean, there are plenty of people here who have no connection to the Yeshiva have just sort of moved here because the Yeshiva was the foundation. They they sort of started the grocery stores and just like the the schools sh- and all the basic needs you need for the Orthodox. And shiva. the mall. And, and the mall, of course. However, it was actually funny with Aaron. When he was and Roshniar, even times, they weren't allowed to have like kosher restaurants here open like past a certain time, and there was only a few of them. Right? It wasn't like they basically were very against, you know, sort of commercializing, you know, restaurants and, and, and malls and everything. Can I, since, and, you're, since you're saying this, this yeah. is
0: one of my pieces, but one of Ravon's crusades. I mean, he, again, you're getting the sense of his personality: no nonsense, no frills, and no gashmis. No and his, his uh, he was appalled yeah. by the, uh, Gashmius means materialism, by the by the rampant materialism, the embarrassing materialism. I mean, these people aren't ashamed of themselves to be speaking like this, to be living their lives, to be making major life decisions all about these values having to do with money and stature and, uh, right? Look, well, I mean, I don't think anyone could ever try
2: to be in Rob Aaron's mind, but I mean, just seeing who he was, I think he would be, you know, Above and beyond what he ever hoped for for the Torah happening here yeah. and the learning, um, but the Goshmis is also growing a lot, right? Right. It's, uh, right. You know, you every there's always balancing forces, right? And Lakewood's become a center for, for money and, and business and 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 Jewish. I mean, they have ten supermarkets. Rest, fancy rest, Gourmet Glot, which I
0: understand you don't necessarily get a good deal in.
2: Yeah, they're actually opening up, up, up new, it. a new, beautiful luxury supermarket. Is a Southwood
0: and a Northwood? because right. you might not have complete <laughs> access to all <laughs> the sushi you need, you know.
2: So, it, so yes, you have to talk about the Shiva, you have to also talk about everything else going on. That doesn't take away from the i that's just saying that, you know, I think maybe the focus has to go back into what the town was originally intended to be and not what it sort of turned into.
0: Right, right. Well, look, you say Lakewood. I don't know the image that comes to your mind, but you say Lakewood. It's synonymous with yeshiva, with, with Torah standards of the highest. Uncom- i using the word uncompromising because everybody compromises. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I'm saying it's so unusual in America not to compromise like yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the long after. He died in 1962. You know, 60 250 60 students. 63? 63? Okay, I have 62, but okay. Right, he didn't see, again, he didn't see the fruit of his labors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, we stood, we stood a few, a few weeks ago, right, Josh and Ben, and... we stood by his kever in Har Manuchos. And right next to him is Rav Schneer Cutler. It, when he died, Rav Schneer Cutler became the Rosh Yeshiva, took over until the year... I have it 2011, but I have no, to fact check no, that. No, it must no, be no, much, it's, like it's much, because there's a whole Maisu with Rav Malkiel, we'll tell that we could say, it's an interesting story. He's married, right? I mean, Nehetu <laughs> <laughs> not Nehetu Meher Rabboni. Yeah, yeah. It's an instructive, say. interesting uh, <laughs> <laughs> Parsha. Anyway, um, but that was 40 years ago or something, yeah? yeah, yeah. So, um, so, today is Rav Schnur Cutler's yard site, and apparently in Yiddish, so he's saying a shir for his father, and we stood by both clarin. Uh, just a few, a, few, a few days ago, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, now, now there's. Say there's it again.
5: Didn't give in the space
0: measures. He did not? I thought he did. Oh, he did? I think. Great. Um, do you want to go to one of these rooms now? Do you think it's available? Yeah, let's, let's
1: do it. Ross,
0: okay. I didn't say this yet. We'll talk about the succession. Maybe we'll do that upstairs. Yeah. We'll talk about it we'll talk about liquid as it is right now.
2: Did you, you edit this, by, by the way?
0: What's that? Did you edit this? I, it's gonna be, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Why?
2: <don't> like, <laughs> like, Should I pause? Here,
1: Where?
0: Okay, we're standing now in a in a sheer room that's overlooking the main base madrash. In what's called this is called the Beis Yitzchak. This Beis Yitzchak, and this is this is what's that? The Hertzka building. Now there was one that was just built in two thousand fifteen. This is the new one. This is the new one that on, on Yemim Noraim it could be over a thousand people davening here and uh, that's where we're looking right now. It's quite gorgeous. I, uh, I can't speak to the details. Maybe, Alex, you could fill in anything we should know about it?
2: That marbles from Italy. Not, I
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, but it's a Chashu it Malkum Torah and uh, somebody just remarked a lot of white shirts. A lot of white shirts in a packed, packed room uh, full of, full of uh, Torah. Today... No, By the way, I'm going to turn it over to you. You're going to, you're going to tell us you're your, your, you can tell your own personal story here. And you started saying on the phone certain things that are nice. So I want you to continue for everybody. But um, today, pre- um, since Schnur passed away on this on this yard site, how many years ago? That I didn't look up. That was how many years did 86, 87, something like that. Okay, eighty-three. Okay, Alex, did you fact check us. Fine. So, Rav Malka Cutler was uh, was learning in Eretz Israel. Oh, good. <laughs> Rochasem, Rochasem, holy. I knew it was a holy place. And eighty uh, three was good. Okay. So, um, with that, with that, um, Rav Malka Cutler was learning in Eretz Israel. Was married. And, um, and was called back to be the Rosh shiva. The, the Gedolim the, had, had met, and he was clearly uh, well-qualified and, and the right person for the job. And um, he was, he was uh, brought in um, to be the Rosh shiva. There's a whole, I'll say the mindset's interesting, it's well-known, and it's instructive. There is an institution called the Rabani. Uh It's from Ruben Gershom, a thousand years old. And uh, it permits under extraordinary circumstances a man...
3: That made it, can't it,
0: right, right, can't exactly. It. So, so uh, uh, Rabbeinu Gershom, who's called the Moragola, Rashi refers to him as the Grand Rebbe of Rashi. His Talmud was Ravyakov who taught Rashi. And Rashi refers to him as the Grand Rabbi. He made a number of, of, of uh, landmark um, takanos rulings. Um, the most famous is um, against polygamy, even though the Torah permits us to, ha- to man to have more than one wife. Uh, he said he said only one wife. Um, he also has the famous takanah uh, derbeni gershom about reading people's private correspondence. That's why people write the initials uh, on their on their on their letters. And among among his um, uh, corollary ruling to the the limitation of polygamy was under extraordinary circumstances the. Permission mission to marry more than one wife so he married his first wife who was a woman of great yichis, great pedigree who um who came from revichil Michel feinstein um related a cousin from Rav moshe, a nephew of Ravmosha moshe feinstein's uh and a Hoshu family in europe he was in he was in here to the time and on the other side her her um her mother was from was a daughter of the briskarov now she was a she's a granddaughter of the briskarov and um, the briskers have very clear high standards in Torah, including not for any reason leaving Eretz Yisrael. And um, under those circumstances, they got married. And who knows what life will bring you? And there's a Kaddish Baruch who decided it. Rav Malkiel was called back to be yeah, the older brother also. hidden older brother. But he was Rav Malkiel. I think his older brother was
5: Nifter and uh uh
0: uh-huh. uh-huh. I see. Okay, so he was—he was the one. But Hillel teaches us in when there's a when there's a place where there's no people, so you have to be that person. Hold the that for a second, Alan. Um, you have to be that person. So. Um, he was called back, and indeed he went back, but she didn't even go with him. She's, she remained in Yerushalayim Ereko, and on principle she said, I don't leave. And um, these, under these circumstances, we're in, we're in Eretz Yisrael. In fact, if you look at the 13th paragraph of Ksubos, it would seem that she had a certain uh, advantage in the discussion because Mailem Velob Moridim, and you can actually, she could actually force a, 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 a Ksuba, a divorce, if she wanted to, by, by remaining in Eretz Yisrael, Whatever her reasons, her chashbonas or shikulim, we're not quite sure why, but she didn't want a tzuba, she didn't want to get, she didn't want anything, she wanted to stay in Eretz Yisrael. So she remained there, he came here to lead Play Yisrael in America. And, um, and a hundred Rebbies got together and they gave him permission to marry another another wife. So he is, he's remarried, and I think his first wife remains in, in Yerushalayim, she'd be in good health, and kaha. So it's an unusual situation in the world today.
2: Um, if you want, we'll see him in an
0: hour. You can ask him. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> a little, little tactless, Alex. Um, he's, he shares the position, and Noach's going to fill in all the details that I don't know, but there are three other great Rashi Yeshiva who are um, sons-in-law. I mean, they're married to...
3: One's a brother, one and two
0: are cousins. Okay, so of them, help me Help me here. So we have we have Rav Yerucham Olshin, who is another possibility we would meet him today. He is related by? He's a
3: cousin.
0: He's a cousin. Rav David Shustel is a mm. son-in-law mm-hmm. and Rav? Yerushal Newman. Newman. From Baltimore. From Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. He yeah.
2: adds. We share an alma mater.
0: Okay. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Look, Lakewood has had some of the great personalities. Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky was here. Rav Dov Schwarzman from Morsemeach, no? Yeah. Yeah. He was. He, he was involved here along. in some level, wasn't he? he I have that. Rav of uh, Svei. I I Rav Elyash Svei. Rav, Elyash Svei. Right, Rav. Svei. Right. Um, Rav Moshe Hillel right. Hirsch. Right. Hirsch who's today of the Moetze Gedolia HaTayra and really one of the top leading 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 Rabbanim of the Gedolia Skidoli Uh Dov Schwartzman, I said. Um, inter- what's that? <coughs> right, right. Uh, and interestingly, what's that? Shmuel Kamenetsky. Shmuel Kamenetsky, that's what I was thinking of. I, 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 mean, I said Rav Yaakov, I meant more Shmuel Kamenetsky. When
3: Larry saw Baltimore, I was 15 years old anniversary of 19... Speak louder. When saw his 50th anniversary yeah. So 1983. 1983, you're right. Because before I got there, I'm sorry. It was, was you <laughs> right. Okay. 33 right. started in yeshiva. So in 1983, so er, Ruderman's cousin, yakov Ruderman Kamenetsky, came. Yeah. And uh, amongst other good to opt for the, for the Jubilee year. Yeah. And Jakob said about his appreciation to the yeshiva because his son Ruderman Kamenetsky started there before he went to Lake. And everyone looks at, 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 at Shmuel Kamenetsky but as the his greatness became from learning Lakewood, so yeah. in defense of Neri's in Baltimore, Rabbi Yankel got up and says, "I just wanted to know. Everyone thinks my son from Shmuel became a god in Lakewood." He knew the entire Shas plus Pnei Shur before he left Nehri Saron Oh, fair enough. So maybe I shouldn't say that here in Lakewood. No, oh, <laughs> Little
0: little it. A little Torah pride shows that
2: All the yeshivas are all intertwined with each
3: other.
0: Yeah, right? that's for yeah, sure. sure. That's for sure. By the sure. Way, you know, and, they're, and they're machazik one another. Right?
2: Who was the Kedushin
3: by Rukhiel's wedding. Who's that? Revutaman. Which wedding? Second wedding. Second wedding. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And they were mishpachah. Because mm-hmm. they were was also the first? Because <laughs> they 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 were spoken
0: through all connect so oh uh, okay uh, i i didn't say um Raf grandson of the Khafatsheim was uh, was was also here Mattiso Solomon Mattiso Solomon he came in as the mashki he should have reinforced lama he's been Mashkiach. Uh, i mean the fame that we've had there's a long list of great great uh, great figures who've taught here there, there's some other there's some interesting notables uh, famous names not quite of the same don't belong in the same list as we just said but um, among those who got smicha from Ron Kotler was Shlomo Karbach uh, mm-hmm. right uh, that was interesting yeah uh, interesting misa that was re- retracted there's a lot of stories
2: about him and in Lakewood
0: yeah anything interesting no, no. <laughs> nothing nothing to, nothing to add light uh, Noach do you have anything you, you'll, you'll tell us what you can our
3: pride and joy is that there are three different
0: no more no more we have, we have
3: Shmuel Max
0: Max, Max Siegel. Max Siegel. Oh, Siegel. Back in Ertzisrael. But this summer, we have Nahum Goldwag. Who's who's in your apartment here? You oh, part- the Uredir,
3: with all respect, is not BMG. It's not, it's not BMG. Sorry, oh, I'm fair sorry. enough. I hear, I hear. Sorry.
0: But they're, but like, they're, they're touched. Oh, wait, they're, they're, both, t- but. <laughs> they're touched by the godless of Lakewood, at least. Yeah, yeah. Sinoch.
5: Yeah. I don't so much to add, to everything that said, a lot of the, I think, you know. Think How'd you get I here?
1: Why, you why'd
5: you come to Happens to be that this is the number one place of all all American Bahram who are learning and go there to sell. They, they stay for base in America. They go afterwards there to sell for a year, or two years. So Kima all of them come back to BMG to learn here. Here for Shaddokham, here sometimes for longer, you know, get married, some of them go back to Yitzchak, some of them will stay on and learn in BMG, you're going to Khil, you have people who are here, I mean, you have 8,000 people here, so then if not more than 1,200 or Bakrams, so then you have like 7,000 just about. Or at least people who are sitting and learning that are married. That you know, <laughs> Hashem gives. Hashem made it made it possible for all these people to be able to sit and learn. Some of them for twenty years, thirty years. Some of them here. And this base madrash happens to be a young base madrash. This happens to be all, all the young guys. But other baltimore shem, you'll see. You know, they go to different places. They're learning other and not just yeshiva the sechta. They'll branch out to halacha or to different. To other masektas. And you'll see the, the beards, the white beards. You know, the, whole, the, the people are just sitting and learning for their, their entire lives. I think time in this building, we have this the biggest base is probably the most beautiful base matters BMG has. On top of us is another one, not quite a thing. And <laughs> underneath us, there's an underneath this base match is another one. In the other building, there's at least three, plus Nashim. And that's just two of the buildings that they have. They have at least three, another three four, at least another six buildings.
0: Can I say, this is Noach Campbell speaking right now, who came to Derach, charged up and ready to go. I always say over the mice about you that everybody was going on a teal and you said, but Rebbe, I, I kind of don't feel I need a teal, I'd like to sit and learn Torah. So you came well-motivated, and Hashem gave you great gifts, uh, including your as mother. Um, but um, how was it for you to adjust here? You're still, you're an out-of-towner, you don't you didn't right. grow up in the system. I mean, you go to, you, you, you said you go to Shirim in Yiddish. Yeah. Do you um, go to trick, Shirim Yiddish? Not yet, you're working it. on it. Yiddish. speak <laughs> Yiddish?
5: Now he does. I don't, he does. I don't speak it, but when you hear Shirim in Yiddish, you know, it started at... Um, it's all hearing Sherman, half Yiddish, half English depending on how excited the Shiva got. Started switching to English, so, <laughs> so that was his natural language. Uh-huh. But here the Russian Shiva all whenever they give Shirkoli. So Koli is harder to understand, not just because it's Yiddish, but because they are giving a hard cheer but when they give a shmooze in, in yiddish on friday they speak on the chumash thursday night review of emotion gives a share for an hour on the chumash I, I really enjoy it sharing. give, it,
0: give why, why do you love it so much
5: he goes through a lot of marmokins and just brings out one he usually will have three topics that he goes through to bring out just one idea usually it comes to something to do with learning Torah. connects it to all the mitzvahs and kind of understanding uh, this
2: is very
0: big nowadays right? yeah. I don't want to
2: in, yeah. if you are a reporter, yeah. but he's by far becoming more popular Shiba based on requests to speak at events yeah. and, right. and parlor meetings and people wanting meetings with him he's above the other um, three can you say what can you speak to yeah. like
0: give some sense of, I, I, I don't can, know can his, you, can you know I mean what cause he
5: brings out he has a tremendous I don't know how he does it he has a tremendous yeah. knowledge of just a lot of Mara mechanics. he takes lots of things and will be able to prove from all sorts of different ways a certain understanding that kind of just goes very fits smoothly through whatever Parsha or whatever section that he's trying to explain and brings out a deeper understanding and he has a certain way of doing it that you know is very attractive
3: it's very you, deep. in Bhakti and in Ertisrael his Swarin are usually not on the shelf we have to find because especially the, the ones that are have Yom Tovim with the once so those are quickly off the shelves because uh. suddenly we and I've heard Ramon who get up and spoke spoke who've never
0: never been
2: out of to so quoting him like kilo
3: because uh-huh. uh-huh. that's the go to book. He
2: also has better PR people, which is very important.
0: What, what does that mean?
2: Public relations. I people. know
0: what it means. What, do you, why, what does that? Mean? I
2: mean that at the end of the day, right? You could be a great, you've got great forum, you uh-huh. can have a great this, but if people aren't talking about you and aren't getting I your name out there, true. they won't reflect. Please, you don't have to include us in here. <Exactly>. There's, there's one thing
3: about Likud, but then just in general, a certain feeling that I had yesterday when I was in You know, just about Likud, you know, we talk about the numbers of Lakota, just one cute little anecdote, but then I want to say something if, if I can. There was a gentleman running for United States president, actually, for the Democratic nomination in 1976. He was running against, I'm sorry, in 1980, I believe it was. Right? his name was Bill Bradley. Bill Bradley? Bill Bradley Bill Bradley was the senator of state of New Jersey a, f- a former New York Knicks basketball player and he proudly spoke to a Jewish audience and he said he's, as a senator of New Jersey he's proud to say that the largest you know rabbinical college in the United States is found in his state and I'm thinking to myself why does he take credit for something that he has nothing to do with happens to be a right. maybe you have Seattle of you know <laughs> But that's just actually a certain feeling I had yesterday. I was in Sharyoshev and uh, I had the feeling yesterday of having it again today. Um, I was once in Florida by Rabbi Yochan Shiva Florida, and I was there for a week. It was, it was a beautiful week, that I had a bit. I learned there for the reason, I was there. And um, so they don't give you the remote control to the air conditioning in the dormitories because it's so hot. You know, it's, we, we put it on maximum, it's on 24-7, right? And it's good. Cool. The <laughs> air yeah, conditioning very good. But <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was in the base marriage, just a couple times a day, I would to check, call up there to, to see what's going on at home. So I'd walk out into the parking lot, obviously I wasn't talking to the phone in the base marriage, I'd walk out to the parking lot, and I'd be walking around, you know, just making circles in the parking lot, talking to my wife. Without realizing how hot it was. And after about a seven minute conversation, I noticed, you know, I hang about that my shirt was clung to my body. In other words, I had to pick it up, like take off the band aid that's long too long, and, like the hair start ripping off. There was so much humidity, it was so, so hot. And then I walk into the base in medris, oh the AC is on and you'd feel it. Now obviously that's in a physical way, but in a spiritual way. You you know to live in And you know, even if you're not in the base medish, you're going you feel that you know that good Jewish pride of being a, a good religious Jew. But here in America, there's so much other things going on, right? And Walking into a base vendor, it's like I to say, guys. Unless the people think you're crazy, you should kiss the standard You yeah. should be happy that wow, look where I am. You know,
0: I was yesterday in Shai hearing hearing uh, Kabur from one how of us. How pure, how wholesome, right? Do, is the word wholesome something that comes up so much nowadays? Do you hear that concept anymore? But these Bachr, I mean, we're here in the background too, in this room too, being learned. You have the cult and, so, and, so
3: and it's it's something that you know whether you're have the source of being a part-time, or full-time, or part-time, or, or whatever it might be. But just to realize, this is what's keeping on the world, and this is going on in the United States in 2023. I was learning in the mirror in New York, and uh, and in the mirror in New York, they, they forgot to tell them that they left Shanghai, they, they left the mirror, <laughs> yeah. you know, that they, they're on an ocean parkway. They didn't realize it. took about picking up Yiddish, I picked up Yiddish the mirror because... The wet paint sign was in Yiddish. So if you don't figure out what that says, you're going to get your jacket dirty very, very quickly. You know, it was, it, <laughs> it was. So it was, when I first got there, I went to Neri and I went to the Mir, and also that's, you know what I'm saying? And one of the is was Shmuel Burnbaum, and his brother in law was Moshe Kamenovitz, the son of Rum Kamenovitz. And uh, so when one of them would say sheer sure, clothing, the other one wouldn't be there. On a rotating basis. So he would say, well, wait, is well, one time, Rav Shagamusha was saying Shir Chloe and his brother-in-law, Rav Shmuel, decided to stay. And I was like, it wasn't, there's going to be action here, you know what I'm saying? There's not going to be snatches to sit down and... I was like, there's a great showdown. he's going to pull out the guns. You know? <laughs> and so Rav Shagamusha was a little bit older and not physically not as well as, as his brother-in-law. So he sat down, you know, on a microphone when he said the year And in the middle of the Shir, Rav Shmuel, you know, was sitting in his back seat, was disagreeing with his brother-in-law, and he ran up to meet him halfway to the beam. <coughs> and... Arguing with him, i we had shown some of the guys the video, the famous video of small fighting and learning, you know. And as it was going on, each one of their respective son-in-law's who were first cousins with each other, like, picked on the other one. <laughs> Everyone found a sparring partner. And I'm pinching myself: I'm on Ocean Parkway in Brooklyn. And for me, I'll be honest, I don't remember what the show was about, and I don't remember, you know, what, what was. But the milchemtesh of Torah, the battle of Torah, the excitement of Torah, there are say, every one of us, to the degree that we can experience that, whether it's full time, whether it's part time, to, to support it, to be part of it, you should feel that that's what's, you know, to keep the world going. That's why for me, it's a, like I said, I have, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a spoiled person, now. I get to live in Ericsson, we've connected to Yeshiva, but for me to walk in here in the middle of America, with the America that I was born up with, this was not part of it.
1: And now it's so much a.
0: No, here in the middle, you said when we were talking on the phone, you said something. Uh, was misa involved with? It was one of the big conventions, the yarchi or something. Yeah, I'll just
5: say I had the feeling, just the fact, the feeling of being a part of this, and and they made. Was called just now Adira Teras like, two weeks, two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, and the idea what was Adira Teras.
3: Adira Teras. Okay. And Berberman Bergman came. Out. Oh, yeah. oh, He's oh Bergman. No, I forgot. Oh, right. Oh, we were talking about that. He, he came, that.
5: came all the way in, not well. Right. And, and you were telling me that. Yeah, yeah. He flew in from where he, he saw. Oh, Bergman was here, but
3: Bergman. Bergman. And also, Blandau. The Blandau was here. Yeah.
5: Blandau. Yeah. So they flew in a special at stall for this big event. This event took place in the Wells Fargo Stadium with 25,000 from Yidden. and it was it was a reminder. Though <laughs> <laughs> the idea was, oh, wow! Look at that,
1: the
2: whole stadium was filled.
0: And the disconnect, Alan. You've seen you've seen Ball State in this before. But people the way, who, who I, are I like the baseball fans like singing sing stupid things, right? And here these all intelligent people celebrating a show. No,
2: but I, I was in a box, so it was also the NBA finals game on. So I was watching the game, and then Laura McKeel was speaking, and he turned.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. You know what I think of? Because Alex just put this, these videos: one of the of the basketball game, and one of the of, the, of Mal- uh, speaking you in front of the, and the stadium. And you think, Ma them. Ma Mosah ma- <sighs> Adam
2: mean
0: a behemoth. You're watching the 6th. Let's see if I'm you see these behemoths walking around, running around the basketball court and you see these like, <speaking> so, you're it, so you're in the middle Noah. Yeah,
5: Malkiel spoke about the Avasa Tarot, about the fact that Tarot is something that we love and the fact that he asked the question, why do we say in the Gurekha's we say at night, how do we finish? At night, right before Krishna. That's by the day, yes, by the night So, by the night, anyhow, so you're allowed to be Yitzay and Birgit If you slept during the day, that you should have in mind to be Yitzay and Birgit With
3: the, with the <laughs>
5: So what, 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 is, what does that have to do with her? He said, Terra is Avat Hashem. That's how we show Avat Hashem. That is through the Lima de Tera. All right, so To go there, to hear these speeches, to hear the dancing, to hear they made a Siyam of Shas, Sas, Babli, and Yerushalmi. The fact that I got to be a part of that Siyam, I got to learn a few. They had many of the Bacharim and Yembalay and Yeshiva the learning here, got to be a part of it, to learn a few to be a part of the Siam and to feel like a part of the yeshiva and, and uh, those who support the yeshiva and those who are connected to it, it was very, very special. And uh, in, in, in BMJ, we have Kupura's learning, we have yeshiva masach, we have every masach, you learn Kol Tarkuwa in this yeshiva. And that's one of the things I pointed out, the fact that... What does that mean? Throughout, because each kabura in this base Medrash, everyone's learning Bava Mitziyah, the Perka Mafke, right? But each section is a different kabura
2: okay. <laughs>
5: And within other the madrashim you have, throughout all the Bati Midrashim and BMG, you end up with all the different kaburas over the course of a few years, end up learning Probably like And you
2: know, just on that Wells Fargo thing that they had, they did called a Deere Toro, that, that was all based off of the raising the coal checks. That there was a few, um, you know, Bob who got together, led by Laser Shiner, who basically said that the Shiva guys are only getting paid three hundred dollars a month. You can't live off three hundred dollars a month. And so they ended up raising it to one thousand a month. Um, I think they raised like thirty million dollars and they're doing it every single year. And they're they're now triple they triple the total checks for guys to do to get. Um, and now it happens to be Lakewood. When it comes to their operating budget, do you know first of all? Do you know how much they spend on coffee here in Lakewood a year? How much they spend on coffee? <laughs> three hundred thousand dollars a year on coffee. Bro.
0: I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. About, about, <laughs> about, about, we have to see the, co- <laughs> the, the, coffee. the coffee. What sell the
1: coffee
2: yet?
5: <laughs> they spend three hundred
2: thousand dollars a year on coffee. About four years ago, they have like the nice Nestle brand now. They switched like an off-brand knockoff, and the guys went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to switch it back to the fancy brand. I thought they were anti mm-hmm. uh, to help you with the. Uh, oh, okay, but the point was, was that after now is that Lakewood, the, the operating budget, all of the tuition and government money they get, that covers all the operating budget. And now any single dollar that anyone gives to Lakewood, Shiva goes straight for the college checks, goes straight to the uh, the younger life, huh? right? So they set it up that way that you know we're going to cover <laughs> this, and if you give money to Dejiva. It's going straight into
0: the pockets of those who need it. Look, um, uh, just to go back to what we yeah. talked about in the yeah. very beginning, the fact that he was audacious enough to you know, to start a yeshiva where they're just going to learn, they're not going to get money, they're not going to go to college is one thing. But today, what you realize when you hear this is that it's acceptable. Like the Baal of Batim have totally, you know, accepted and integrated that this is this yeah. is the way we should do it and we should write our checks, accordingly.
2: and if you know, it's not for everyone wants to sit and learn their entire lives, but everyone should either be doing it or supporting it happening. Be, you
0: know, be a part of have it. it. Or be a part of it. Have a in it. And, that, and that's, what,
2: that's what they were trying to do with this whole D-ray Torah campaign, was that everyone could have a chelik in the Torah going on here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so before...
2: So to 145 Minfa yes. Across the street Or Makil's leading For his father Okay great um, um, And then right after We're going to meet him In his office Okay I don't know if we want to Plan I'm get, Maybe we will speak For a few minutes Yeah we we'll, ask us,
0: we'll ask him if, we'll, if you have questions Yeah. Do you want to record it? I do Okay so We'll need. ask his permission If not then not Yeah And
2: just, do, do you guys Have questions that you have? Okay you'll think Thank you do you want to ask a question now? It's not so about say?
4: the yeshiva, it's about like... The
1: well, Let's then, say, well, then, we'll, then we'll, talk. we'll talk. We'll walk and we'll talk. Um, then don't, just, not, don't ask anything too do, uh, do, do, do,
0: do, do you something else you would want to ask now? What do you project? What Do you You like to be here for 20, 50 years?
5: I would like to go back to itself for a couple years after I get married, we'll see. Go back there to a, a lot of the uh, friends of mine who have gotten married are able to go back there to for, you know, a couple of years to go back to the where we came from. And um, some were are still here and learning in the same school yeah. as me. Yeah, and I still uh, you know yeah. up with them and learning and
1: we'll
5: uh, see where, wherever uh, either or you know like
0: to go back to cell, but... Nachim Goldberg's been <laughs> spending <laughs> his summer, or more, more than that, you've been here. Are you involved in this in any way? Do you have any connection with anybody learning? In I learn, I learn, I learn with the guys that here. Okay, and what is your experience of being in Lakewood? So any, very, any, very any? from... <laughs> <laughs> well, how does... It, okay, can you unpack that? What does that mean? They're just like... Give an example. What does that mean so to you? I, even compared to Yerushalayim, especially compared to L.A., they're... To, their lives are Torah. It's not like they. It's not too broad. I want an illustration. It's, it's not that they have a job and then they, they learn on the side for an hour a day. it's okay. that they have they learn and they have a job to support their learning? Okay, that, that's what I've noticed. How, how do you notice that? You can see like the guy, like even and I'm at the zero URA, right? So all the people there, like the people that work at Ura, they're all. Just working just so they could learn. Whatever, you can see like tons of people working there that are just they're going to learn afterwards. The same, thing they have a chance. Are always sign learning. Of what you see? How do you read that? How do you see that in their like eyes? there's
5: there's Rabbi, Rabbi Mintz, Rabbi Eliyahu Mintz, who, who's like or a CEO,
2: right? <gasps> yeah. And every single night he makes sure there's a time he comes. He spends his free time learning. Like every, whenever he's free, he's learning. You could just see him. wherever he's going, he's learning. It's, just, it's
0: inspiring just to say that. Yeah. That's what he does in his free time. Wow. Josh, where's Josh? What where would, where would you add? Any anything about this? Because you you have a huge connection here.
1: Do you do you, do, you, do you, would you, would you would you would you say
0: it differently than Nachum just said it? Or you like, how how would, would you phrase it? Similar, I'm saying
4: from the families I've been here, Valda. I go to Shugol Kalchemiche. Yeah. It's a very like Litvish and across the lake. Okay. That's so where I spend most of my time. Very Litvish
0: as opposed to Lakewood. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. Right.
4: Big um, group. Yeah, whatever. And basically, what they do there is um, every kid has like a Seder with their like father and, husband, uh, and like a certain time. So like I see like families I've been by like they're just like Shabbos wise like every kid, like I say they have four boys so every kid will have a certain learning session with their father and after like monthly Shabbos they'll have like raffles with extra learning mm-hmm. and stuff like that to get the kids involved and like it, it's always packed, the basement is always packed. Uh-huh. So an excitement around it is a whole uh-huh. it's not, it's not, it doesn't feel forced. No. it's Because like, right, the whole whole culture is about right. Yeah, the whole thing is like learning. Stuff. Uh-huh.
0: And the wives, what are they? They're they're, they're on board with everything. You guys, you guys. Yeah. Um, I'm sure
4: I've seen. I'm saying like, like I, I've seen like what's called the family I <laughs> have like Kwan, but like whenever I go for school and stuff, it's always packed. for Like holidays like that, like the women's <laughs> section always packed. Like wow. A whole get together, and it's like a part of a community. Like you run with your shoe, and like the shoe is like amazing.
0: Like uh-huh. that's where it's always packed. It's always like. It's always is there any discussion about yeah. you know? you have built this amazing this, this this little bubble of Torah, but it's not there to show. And for all the uncompromising, <laughs> <laughs> uncompromising <laughs> I'm not going to say what I heard. No, I'm saying it's uncompromising <laughs> and. Sh- it's unharmonizing. It's L'Chad and everything like that. And like a perfect mukum Torah, but it's not perfect. It's, it's, it's in Chutz So what... Has what, is that, is that come up? Is that addressed? <laughs>
5: Some people will say it's better than Eretz Yisrael.
0: It is. <laughs> in terms of these qualities you're that we're welcome. speaking to. <laughs> it's, but it's not Eretz Yisrael. You like that. can't get around that, though. It's not Eretz Yisrael. There's no mitzvah living in Lakewood. If, cool.
5: if you're living in Chutz then maybe...
0: Look, it's true. You know, when the Avner Nazar wrote his landmark Chuva, on uh, trying to understand, given the the what he understands, not everybody agrees with this statement, but that he understands that there's an eternal mitzvah of living in Eretz Shah. There's Yeshub, there's this but the, the, there's a myths of the Ice of living in Eretz How do you justify any series yid not living there, let alone the entire community of, of, of series bnei who know all these things, right? So
5: I've heard different opinions. I don't know. I, I've heard people say. Uh, Even your Shalayim yeah. Is not Kalkalotayro It's true And Lakewood is So you live
0: in Lakewood I hear I hear I hear Okay
5: I don't know uh, Ooh, I Or ultimately Take
0: what you have here And bring it there And make it that yeah. way That's what You know The Abdi He said He personally He wrote the whole Tshuva trying to explain why People don't live Chashu Chashu People don't live In Eretz Yisrael <laughs> And he sent his own, his son Shemishmuel, and a, a son-in-law to um, to explore to see if he could find a, a, a community of Kishirim where they could live. And they didn't. They didn't feel they could find that. So the of the Lakewood, is going along the same way. You're saying that we can't really have the same experience there. It's true that the Gedolim say to bring Mashiach. To bring Mashiach, it's all about the Torah, not necessarily learning in Eretz Israel. And yet you still have that unescapable sense of, like, there's such an idealism, such a, 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 a strive for perfection here. <laughs> but That's not. I <laughs>
5: hear yeah, the mice were stolen callers. Put him around. Step down. You see why I stepped out. Okay, we will pause for a second. Okay. We'll pause for a second.
2: Huh? <laughs>
0: We're we're, we're, we're to be present in the in the in the office of Rav Malkiel Cutler, Rosh Hashiva. I gave a history of 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 Rav uh, Aaron Cutler, of his grandfather, and uh, and I said uh, there's there's a Hilik deus about what the letter was by the sister or by another um, a Minskir that you know there's so many, who's going to know fifty years from now if that Naron Cutler was in the world, and uh, other things and how Lakewood Lakewood was established in 1892, the same year that he was that he was born.
6: That, that story is more like a massive. I don't, I don't know if this story if there was a letter, but the, uh-huh. that was the root then. Everyone was trying to say, like, what's on YouTube? <laughs> that was
0: the, and the dream, I mean, that, that your grandfathers lived to see 250 students, and today, how many students?
6: 160.
0: So. 160, okay, I
6: exaggerated. <laughs> He said that he has to, he, you know, the, the didn't want to come to America because America at that time was, uh, is maybe, you know, America is a very materialistic country mm-hmm. and it's hard to build true terror in America. And my grandfather said the same thing, it's very hard to do, but, that, but he said, that, but that's why we have to do it. <laughs> yeah. And he did. He just uh, he went against all odds and 160 then was like a big Khidish because. Uh, world didn't understand it. Why like, just telling people to sit and learn, like what's going to be with panasa, what's going to be with? Uh, they did not understand the whole idea of sitting and learning just to sit and learn. You learn for it. like you, you, start, you study other things in college. When you study, you study, you study medicine to become a doctor. you don't study medicine to to become to, just to know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't study law not just to know. You don't study to practice law. That's what you say. So you probably studied to, to to become a role. That was alien in America, the idea, the idea that you come, you say, just sit and learn, because that is the Tacho Keim That's our life. And that's the real good life, like they say. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Yisholam, Sam, That's the true happiness, is, that's the true accomplishment. You feel accomplished if you sit and learn. We always tell
3: everybody when we, when we go to the yeshiva, we go to Hamanuchas, so we make a stop by Likudosh Yeshivas. So a mice that I heard, I went from Lake Wissinaw back to Lazar. So a mice I heard in those days was when 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 the Zaydo and Shiva was in the hospital, and um, at the same time there was Mrs. Eleanor Roosevelt who was also in the same hospital.
6: Floor, one, floor up, yeah. Oh, so, okay. mm-hmm.
3: so the 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 switchboard was always calling to know that people were asking how's Kotlin feeling, how's it? and the.
1: On the other hand, Mrs. Roosevelt
3: show uh, a newspaper or uh, media would call up, so, my, my <laughs> they say over, and Shiva can confirm the I said, that um, the doctor asked the, the, the uh, what does your father do for a living, excuse me, for, uh, yeah. so, um, and uh, Shiva was a semi-koma matzev and, uh, and uh, Rav was trying to explain how to explain to a person who either as far from Yiddishkeit or maybe not even a Yid, how to explain to him what, what liquid is. So he was starting to, you know, we make moilim, we make sheikhtim, we make uh, rabbonim, chazonim, ichres, I don't know, whatever. And Rav Aaron with his final of in a, in a semi-koma matzah, banged on the table very loudly and says, Zog teir Tell them yeah, that we learn Tyra for the purpose of Tyra. And, so
6: yeah. and
3: it's uh, I, for, I, we use it over and every time. We still realize that there is such a... That's that's what's shot into the veins here in America
2: now. Yeah. Well, pe- people ask me all the time what my father does for a living. And I say, I don't know. He's just always on Lakewood area codes all the time. right? <laughs> Talking <laughs> to someone in Lakewood Yeshiva. I don't know who that is. But but you know I think it's maybe a question for all of us is that a lot of us probably won't be... Learning, sitting in base managers twenty four seven for the rest of our lives, right? I, I'm certainly not, and I don't want to. I, I mean, I do want. There's a part of me that wants to, but I don't. You don't think know. You don't I know. have, <laughs> I have other uh, uh, strengths in my. We haven't life, given so, up on you, Alex. Yeah, we haven't given up. So what? So how? Even people who aren't making this, you know, they're sitting in cold, How do you sort of intertwine Torah into your life? and make it that it's still the center component even if you're spending i'm going to law school i'm spending in law or i'm working like how do you still ensure that it's a priority
6: That's the answer is very simple if you know the value of it you know what it is you know it's game and uh it, it's an end in itself just to learn and to be connected with, uh, with the title mm-hmm. and it's a uh, it makes people it uh, gives people satisfa- satisfaction and accomplishment so, even if they decide that there's a, there's, a, there's a big place for it, for people that, uh, Rabbi Schmoll says that, uh, uh, you should, uh, you can do that and learn you learn for, for Panasa and you work for Panasa. But uh, at the end of the day, that's not when you're going to enjoy it. I mean, maybe if you have a good fighting course, you know some, some people might enjoy it, but uh, most people uh, probably wouldn't.
2: There's a lot of lawsuits in this so I'll have plenty of work if you need an in-house counsel one day.
6: <laughs> it's also supposed to... You know, also those are, are, uh, those uh, are uh, my uh, finest... Uh, I'm sure that... Uh, I'm sure that, that, that after you learn yeshiva for a while and you're a your family, yeah, I mean, that if you, uh, if your kids will sit and learn, you won't, you won't be upset. Uh, they have to be worldly, you know? They can sit and learn, but I want them to... Can I ask? If they sit and learn and they do other things, you'll surely be happy. I'll be very happy. And yes. happier than if they're busy, so busy that they can't learn. Yeah,
1: percent.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the level of Gashmias in America, even in the uh, Yeshivas Welt, in the blocks uh, around
2: here. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, how, how how, do we deal with it? How do we teach? Uh, we sit and learn about the way it should be. And then you go out and the values, even. Uh,
6: he says the neighborhood around here, uh, there may be some nice houses here, but. Ooh, nice nice restaurants, nice supermarkets, nice uh, industrial super parks. parks. Don't do the neighborhood. You know, there's people restaurants for people that live in Tom's River and all over the place. But it's again, you said the answer. The answer is with the values. You know, they have money, so they make a nice house. If they should or they shouldn't, that's another question. But, but uh,
0: uh, Tommy came to me yesterday. I, he said he, he's, he's a yeshivish guy. And he said that the values, you know, it's they say it's all Torah, but Tachlis, you see, in the way they live, a lot of it really is about the Gashmias.
6: So as they said in Chazal that the Chizuk, that when you get into the Gashmias, the world it has a lure, it has a pull, pulls you. What happened? They went away, went away from Hasinai, hmm. and two, three days later, Rashi says they asked. Uh, they need a good restaurant. So as
1: they need
3: that they can have their nice house, they can also make a nice donation nice, with If they feel uh, if they, if they, if they bring,
6: most of these people, I can't say all of them. Most of them have very stark as they have strong storm. Mm-hmm. and they learn and they enjoy the learning and they and they yeah,
3: that's is, a uh, that's really, I was, and they it's, still it's, want this go this world, world.
6: okay, mm-hmm. because uh, they're not there yet, you know, nobody's there, We're all, no one's up to perfection, but uh, it's no comparison, even these people, to people that are, uh, that's their
0: whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody else want to ask? You have an opportunity now, you, you won't have this opportunity so easily.
6: Oh. You're gonna, you're
3: gonna to <laughs> <you're> <laughs>
0: it's a deer in the headlights.
6: They, they all came to dinner.
3: No, some of the boys. Are, oh, boys Everybody's a, a, different a different story. Different story that Bush and the Kibbutz Goliaths worked yeah. out that we're in Liquid. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. and there
6: you go. Uh, where, where, where are you all? Like, where do you live? Black. Black I'm currently in Liquid.
3: Where? They're in Liquid. Ura has a deer right. here. The Ura program has a deer for boys yeah. that they work by day and they have a seder for them at night.
6: There you go.
4: There you go. Um, how does somebody like from? not such a religious background, fall into like like get used to like full time Yeshiva, like or more yeshiva systems like the mere VMG, like you full like Yeshiva instead of
6: I don't call or Simayaka. But, but yeah, or Simea versus like full yeshiva but, but you, usually goes by step by step by step. And you get to get more into it and they start enjoying it and they become more part of that world and they uh, they change the whole value system. I it's uh usually what happens. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it has a tremendous uh, enjoyment to it, a tremendous uh, challenge, and, and it's a very, uh, uh, like cause uh, you feel like a purpose in life, it? and an enjoyment, and like, you know, I know like, you know, we, 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 we <laughs> You enjoy winning a chess game, right? You enjoy it. I don't know if you play chess, but if you do. You, you have a good good challenge, and you and you win. and It's a very good feeling that you won the game. <laughs> yeah. But it lasts about three minutes or five minutes, or maybe ten. You know, this is a, you know, you go, you have a constant life of growing, and growing and getting more, getting to places we didn't get before. Not only in the ESO, but in everything that you are. It's just uh, its very... Uh, I think it's very. It's person very And the biggest value is that all these people that are dedicated to learning time, they're not the most. They're, they're probably the happiest people around. They are. They're, they're happy. They're excited. They're content. They. They're, they have struggles. They have a lot of struggles. The panos is a big struggle. It's, uh, inflation hits everybody, <laughs> and then bring bring the kail check up helps a little bit, but mm-hmm. doesn't help when the rent also goes up at the same time. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we were speaking to the dynamic in, in many ways. Lakewood is an ideal Makom Taira in so many ways. We we were trying to elaborate the details, but it's not here to show. And that tension is that tension felt here?
2: Tension it, t- t- the meaning,
0: in other words, here we are, we've made it, we're in Lakewood, and, and in terms of. Uh, so much is answered for us, so uh, people are, the Torah is the center of their lives. In many ways, people were saying uh, before, maybe even, sometimes, in a way that's more achievable than in your shlai Yerakodesh. But then it's not Yerushalayim, Yerakodesh. Is there a feeling here that, Zeloze this is not quite where we should be? Or perhaps it is where we should be.
6: I'm sure there are such people, but uh, I'll be right, it's, uh, it's you know, must says that, the uh, Mugmar says that, uh, Anika Savi the bubble. was linked long life to 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 life uh, life. And he said the says You have to be connected to Hashem to have life. And that's all he So the Gemara says, okay, but if they stay in the mishmeres all day, they come to the go It's the same thing. It's called the man yibu yameichem al hadoma. You're connected to Torah, you're connected to Hashem, listen. Today, everyone yearns as a the soul. The people are, uh, it's, uh, but, uh, Not everybody yearns for Mashiach, but they should. But they yearns, everyone yearns to go to that soul, but uh, living there is not so much kashmak of living here, it's just, uh, it's Hashem, it'll be when Mashiach comes. <laughs> and uh, some people, they'll look, you know, they give them the douche and they, they want it and they, if you live in the mismanage, you have the mismanage, you're involved that's the cliche. so nice to this to my of
3: Victor Miller, that uh, was um, a, a, <laughs> a rabbi who got up to speak, and he said that, uh, this is in the late 50s, early 60s, that the problem with orthodoxy in America today, I'm afraid to even say it, is the spread of cutlerism. <laughs> so Victor Miller said, He's right. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said that I got up and t- 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 I'm not. I'm trying not to... He said, yeah, I got up and I punched him in the face and the next day I called him up and I asked him mechila but he said, but till today I have charot that I asked him for mechila I feel bad that I asked him for forgiveness that how can you, you know, say something like that Otherwise, I just want you to realize the shiva <laughs> We're part of that cutlerism, yes.
6: and that—that just—and that, uh, just, uh. <laughs> the truth is, it's not only the people the all day; it's the whole, the whole, the whole tell you the whole island changed. Even the people that are in business people, that are in professions professions—they're all part of this world. They, they live this world. This is what they—they they used to be. Used to, used to be when graduation trips, elementary school, high school—we were the trips too. them to Washington, yeah? Didn't you? New York, Philadelphia. It's York? all over. Now it's Lakewood. Philadelphia, or whatever it is. That's that's, that's the graduation. That's what Mm -hmm. kids want. He asked them before, do you want to go to Washington and (laughs) Lakewood? They don't have a suffix, they don't think of it as two seconds. Of course, we want to go to Lakewood. uh, Was uh, it? Everyone can have
3: the chayla connect. That's what she was referring to. In other words, it's, even if you're not an
2: a yeah, active so Talmud so of, so of BMG, but you're you hubby, you're connected.
6: You're
2: I wanted to come here because of the chocolate factory here. But my Rebbe said, no, he wants some more uh, you know traditional trip. I, I was <laughs> excited. At
6: least he took a tour of the chocolate factory. No, he didn't want to.
2: I wanted to take the it's chocolate quite, factory quite store. <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted to see you. So I said, okay, I'll see the Roshiva. I I won yeah
0: he won exactly. is there any mice uh, that we that maybe we wouldn't know have access to some secret uh, great great uh, something that happened Quite the yard side yeah for the father's yard side yeah is. that's so good <laughs> Stories. <laughs> yeah
6: fine mm-hmm. fine <laughs> anything anything we that's can right? know about I mean, <laughs> pleasure, yes all the stories
0: <laughs> The Russian Shiva's father, so anything, any anything. We, we didn't spend so much time talking.
6: So he, uh, you know, he, he took on the yeshiva. He was a young man. He was in the early forties, and he and he um, he built it up. He built it up to what it is. I and mean, he built it up. He made it. Okay, it kept on growing. But the idea that it became a like a I, I don't know, a national yeshiva or an international yeshiva, became like an icon. Became like the this is it. This yeah, is, you know, that happened, but. It started by this by, the, by my grandfather, but that's that's happened by him. And uh, he was very uh, he, he was very focused on building Torah in general. And his yeshiva, and other yeshivas in the understanding, just as long as the Torah grows, the Torah, That's why he was there, His yeshiva was the one that, that basically did it, but. He's very, very, uh, he didn't, didn't he, he, he writes in a place, I never, I ne- I'll, I'll never tell people when I go to a parliament meeting, I'll speak, I'll say, you know, so please help the yeshiva. He'll never say that. Help, Tiger, you. you want to help somewhere else? As long as help you help Tyra, it doesn't make a difference to me. He doesn't speak in English. He spoke, in, he spoke English, but it was thing, It was like, you know, it was, it, was, it was a strong accent. He knew English, but he, I don't think my grandfather knew English, but my <laughs> father knew English. But he spoke with a very strong accent, I and mean, he wasn't natural at all. Yeah. But he spoke it, he spoke it. Can I ask... we all American-born, that's <laughs> so.
2: Can I ask... I, don't know, I hope it's not a rude question, but I know whenever you start like that, it's... But how would you say you've sort of, you know, defined yourself in, you know, sort of the, the shadow of your father and grandfather, right? Because I live every day, people are like who my father is, right? And I always feel like, how could I ever live up to what people sort of think, think and put on me, right? So when you sort of took over the rings of Rashiva and you had to be in the shadow of Rav Schneer Cutler, of Iron colour, like how did you sort of going about sort of taking what they gave you and carrying on that legacy, but also sort of passing on to a new generation and sort of, sort of living up to what you were just placed into to do, right? You, you, you didn't really have a choice, like you were placed into doing this.
3: That's a very rude question, but it's a very nice question
2: also. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, i just say, how do you define it? Like, how did you set up that path?
6: I'm very happy to carry the legacy. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I can sp- spread the legacy on, you know I mean? Just make sure to carry it on to give it over. And that's my place in it. I'll be very happy for that. It's not, you know, I don't do But, you know, yeah. everyone has to, you has to learn the own. You have to, like, you know, people ask me if I say over the Gafal Ashurim. I try to once in a while, but you got to learn You have to learn. You have to, you have to... Each one has his own... I give over his... I try to give over his Torah. I try to give over his, his Ruach. I try to give over his Ashgoth. And uh, each one does it in his own way, you know. I try to be me and do what I have to. <laughs> so.
0: is there, has it been a, since in in, in the Rush Shiva's tenure, has there been a special challenge or something that 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 that, that your forebears didn't didn't encounter? Dealing with the Baobata. <laughs> <laughs> I would <don't> imagine. imagine. <laughs>
6: I can't say that,
2: <laughs> because it's on recording, you know. Just turn it off. Let's see if I, what it's really have
6: to say. Come on. Do I know you don't have another one in your
1: pocket?
6: <laughs> uh, so is that, uh, yeah, it was, it's day to day. I mean, every day it's, uh, it's, it's been 41 years. There were years that there, were, there wasn't a penny in the issue. There were years that were behind half a year in and, 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 and cradle checks and mm-hmm. It's all challenges, and uh, make, making everybody happy is not easy. <laughs> it's uh, not a lot of people. A of people do with each has own issues, issues own it's, it's
3: uh, Challenge of technology that yeah. affect other places. It's,
6: it's a, a fight. fight. Yeah. It's it's a even fight. even here with the, with the phones. It's a fight. I mean, because we we fight it, we have some sort of success, can say.
0: What's the, what's the etza? What, what what is done here that's effective? Well,
6: but. In 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 Laco, like a smartphone is like off limits. It's just, it's just off limits. Mm-hmm. To say that people don't have it, I wish I could say so, but <laughs> a tremendous island doesn't have it. It doesn't. Wa- or nobody would feel comfortable taking it out in public. Well, it, I, it I just took it out before. So <laughs> <laughs> I had a story. I was by Brist and there was a man. The man from Cleveland was here. And his name was Malkeel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, he was like, He's filming with a with a with, a, with, a, with a it's a a iPhone. I told him a favor. Tomorrow i are gonna say Kiel, use that iPhone in this marriage. It's <laughs> just <laughs> it's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, but uh, listen, it's is a challenge. That we try. You know, it's it's uh, there's t- tremendous challenges, and uh, it speaks for itself. And people you see you see the difference, you see the, the quality of life for people that are on the phone, people not on the phone. It's just. That's that's. Uh, that's one. It's, <laughs> it's a bonus. It's a pity of those that and you know, now there's something new. Who knows what the that's going to bring us? AI, Muslim. Yeah, we're proud to tell the Shiva that we have three of our boygrims. We need the BMG, uh, yeah? and,
3: and I'm not
1: one of uh, them. Huh? Uh, Camille <laughs> just came in as one yeah, of our. Yeah.
3: And, uh, the Shmuel Rosenfeld, someone else. Uh, Siegel was here <laughs> with this man, so.
0: Can, on the AI, this there's a new technology, the chat, TVT. Is there any machshava that, that could be used for Torah in some way? The Toelis? It's not worth it. What's it? It's not worth it. Why not?
6: It's the kasher chathafizl. It's the lure you into it and then use it for everything else. Mm-hmm. We have Hashem, we can have plenty of Torah we can do without AI. We don't need their help.
0: They, in Safrus they use technology in addition to there has to be a, a live sofa I heard this,
6: this comparison this is my comparison whether you use a computer a computer program to check it what's what's the connection it's connection to the world it's connection to the outside it's connection to type of courses and to schmutz and what, the, if
0: it, what if it was something specially designed had none of the other connections it was just black kosher just shots and game. so
6: first of all uh, if, if, if people get hooked on it, it's normal learning. I'm just asking them questions, it's normal learning. The, 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 the ideal is to become connected with Tyra, to learn Tyra. I mean, the, the one it's is nothing. I'm, I'm made with and it's not The, uh, the guy I'm also saying is that people are going to stop thinking. Mm. They've if stopped doing They've stopped doing yeah. I saw a saw, bumper saw, I, saw I think it's still legal. <laughs> think it's still legal. <laughs> it's still <laughs> legal. <laughs> <laughs> and how much longer? Yeah. <laughs> It's 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 a churban. It's a churban of a It's a churban of the person. It's a churban. And uh, who needs this kind of Like someone asked about Chaim Kanevsky, Like if he, if he if if he should if he has a sitter and he has an iPhone, that's what they say. and it was it's true. All these stories, they not know If you should you know if he has a shadam, to dump it. says if you drop it, you'll kiss it. <laughs> <laughs> if you drop it, you it, it. it. You give it a kiss. He <laughs> It bothers me. I come into the school sometimes, you know, and I come in and uh, there's a sitter on the table, and the man takes out his iPhone. His iPhone. There's a sitter. It's clearer. It's printed better. I go, what? It's so, like, a part of the person. Like it was,
0: yeah. She is so gracious at the time. Thank you so much. gracious. Yeah. Thank you. So any uh, maybe a uh, bracha for the boys for no, yes. yeah. the Rebbe and for the too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, for the boys too. You know, <laughs> we'll
6: constantly studying wherever you go, whatever you do, you should always learn. Always have time, strong times, to learn and continue to grow. And it doesn't mean when you if you go out of the issue system, you you go to do other things that you have to stop learning. You have to stop growing. It's not uh, maybe you want to. Uh, it's not. Uh, you know, you have to change the story. You have to you can continue being who you are and, uh, and, uh, and keep growing, keep stagging. Alex has a real question. I want to ask a real question. Could we maybe take a picture
3: together with the Shiva
2: if that's is possible?
3: Yeah, okay, guess Thank you.
2: Could, think. But with what, with what camera? The, 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 <laughs> the only camera is on my <laughs>
3: smartphone. <laughs> I won't look, okay? <laughs> If I'd be,
2: it's only a
6: phone. I'm not asking you, Alex,
3: you to do all the Alex, if you're willing to give me the
6: phone, I'll be more on the picture. Oh,
2: because emergency situation.
3: So, you know what? Hey, Alex, you can use my camera, okay? I'll okay. use this <laughs> one. Would you feel
2: more comfortable using this than that one?
3: Alex, I'll make a deal with you. If you're willing to give me the phone, we'll use only this,
1: okay?
6: Whatever you want. I do I tell people booths will do. Yeah.
3: It's because she was That's not to But it's You don't use your phone, He does tell you father, it. He
1: doesn't to have to answer to your
3: father. I want you to get him.
2: <laughs> <you do> the- <laughs> <laughs> this one you're back, do know. <laughs> special fancy. No, because you have to do the wide lens one, so it gets everything. Uh, See? Now you can get everyone.
6: Look
0: at that. Your father's <laughs> going to want to know why he's in the corner. So we're sitting in the main base, the old the, the Yashan, the old base Medrash, waiting for a few minutes before Minva. And uh, Rav Malka Cutler is going to come and Davin before the Amud, and um, and the yard had his father, Rav Schneer Cutler. So we happen, to, I happen to be chazring the Gnarin Eruvim in Simagadata, in which we're learning about the, the metaphor of having it like a necklace around your neck. And Rashi, we we're just holding here that Rashi says it should be like a Talmud t- Chachom got a loose fitting necklace around his neck. That's like a Talmud Chachom who's visible but not visible in such a way that he's, he's not out there, invisible in the world, he's not running around trying to make his Parnasa, which you have to learn in his Gemara, and what a relevant one for Lakewood, where the Parnasa is so clearly a side point in life, and the centerpiece is, is learning Chayra. Eleyoshevu nekhazer al tamuda rather, he's, he's really sitting, and he's constantly running after his learning, Niskaya Mesbjadova, and the, the Gemara there on this exact that says that's what's gonna last in his hands, That's what's, um, that's what's gonna endure. Um, then it says love and if this is not the case, meaning it's gotta be something that's sustainable. Right? Sustain this, right? Uh, then then, then, uh, then it won't be sustainable. Why, why not why not sustainable? Because you know, it's not something you're pursuing with full sincerity. It's not it's not hundred percent in your in your in your center of your life. Um, of Velazor, same same similar who said the first time this is my deceive. Um, Lchaya Lchaya Kaarugas It'll be for your cheeks like a um like a, a, a fragrant wreath. Like a crown of something fragrant. And what is it? How do we this is all the darshan the same pasu? Um so Saeem May seem adam atrugazo like a like a um plant like a, like a plants in a in a in a um patch. Uh Zhou Shako everybody's treading there. And this is understood metaphorically as peace. people walk on him. He's so humble that he doesn't mind. He's okay, people uh, do whatever they do, and they walk all over him, but he's very modest and doesn't mind. Who boasts but he's fragrant. But everybody, he's, he gives he's such a uh, fragrant, he gives such a nice, nice smell that people come and uh, draw from him, they, they draw from his wisdom. Then his Torah is enduring, the last, so you have to have the right mood too you can't just uh, be learning rashi says so called dashing dashing ain't amishain logas <laughs> he's not He doesn't have any uh, arrogance about him Shakol mevasmi menanos null the committee gives over to his stores something
6: like that
0: um and another, another mimer from our Manda amar luchos Evan im adam meisim Asmo im
6: L'chaiv,
0: everybody sees us?
2: Do people see us? Mm-hmm. Is this where the
0: davening is me? This is where Okay, did the other guys see
6: us? Okay,
2: hopefully
0: so we're visible I just got here and found you Yeah, it yeah we it's not, not hard to find Um, so it should be like the luchos Which is, um, we're gonna darshan luchos Has a larshan of like a lechia cheek Luchos means like the, 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 the um the tablets of the covenant but here and the stone tablets but now we're saying if a person makes it for his cheek like like an he makes himself so solid like a stone one that's not easily because um, it doesn't, doesn't it's not uh, decay does not uh, does not does not fall apart then his learning will last in love in and this Rashi says, yeah, "The comment: If you have anything to say, I have to track." What does this mean? Because people treading all over you, he won't become weary, even though people might tread on him. He won't become weary from such a thing. has still continued to go after his learning. People feel often worn down when they're trying and they're struggling in the mechamtes of and uh, this, this enables them to. to they, they, they have they a the durability. It's engraved on the on the on the tablets. Of course, that's a reference to this Here's the libros. So he says, "Il The Gemara makes a very bold claim here: had the tablets, uh, the first tablets that Moshe Rabbeinu broke after the Chet uh, Egel, had they not been broken, Lot um, would never been forgotten from Am Yisrael. The Mefarshim there say that. <coughs> after Har Am was ready to go truck back to, Hars- to Gan Eden on it's a high level that we would not, not have been a need for a Mishkan or a mikdash to they themselves would have a Mishkan in their heart and they would in their have, tents uh,
4: and everyone's home
0: everyone's home they would have, been, they would have had their own, own thing and, and Torah would never have been forgotten from the Jews it's the chayta Egel that's the source of all ill all, all problems are we in somebody's here? No. is it an okay place to sit? thanks so. okay thank you um so uh, that that really that that that, that began the, the the beginning of all of all bad things from there. So I had motion we were not broken the close, which of course was a reaction to it. That wall. That's
1: just like a normal thing
0: to keep you wall. The- of course, oh, you don't where's yours? No. <laughs> so we are standing now in New Brunswick in, in the cemetery is called what do we it's called the, it call the Babaver Cemetery. Yeah, but yeah. it's not just. It's not just. It's, it's, uh, it's called the uh, floral, Park? Floral, Park. Floral, Park floral Park Cemetery. The Floral Park right? Cemetery, oddly There's enough, why floral is, cemeteries are associated with. A lot of flowers really, inside. Not only that, non Jews put flowers by their tombs as if people can appreciate them in their, in their graves. Jews put stones. There's stinker
2: here. There, right.
0: There, there's plenty. There's right, there are a lot of Holocaust survivors. It's interesting, one of my lectures, when I get to Los Angeles, I'll be speaking, <coughs> I think, in an old age home, um, in, that uh, the person who's running it um, thinks it's the largest number of Holocaust survivors in, uh, in a home in one place in the world. Until today, so uh, these the, the, many of these people, have, I'm sure, have, have stories. But we're going to focus on Babov and its unique story. Before we do that, just a, a couple of things I didn't have a chance to say. We we're talking about Rav Kotler and a couple of footnotes uh, uh, in terms of his own Torah and ideas. Um, it's this is I'll, I'll, one of them is controversial. And I'll throw it out there. Um, there, um, there was there's been controversy in Kallah Yisrael. So there's controversy about Chassidus in general. Um, once upon a time, the Hasidic movement took on the establishment of the Jews called the Misnagdim, and uh, there was a harem, a, a ban, an excommunication, signed, among others, by the Vilnagon, by the great Rav Eliyahu of Vilna, uh, against this new movement that w- seemed like the next version of Shabtai Tzfi or some kind of antinomian uh, movement that was going to rise up and swallow, swallow up Judaism. And the Chafetz Chaim is quoted, he never wrote this, but it's well known, and many people uh, vouch for it, that he said that the ban against Hasidists in general is no longer relevant, that over the years, a lot of the, a lot of the problems have been resolved and been smoothed out, but there are two groups that, uh, that sustain the problem. He singled out Chabad and Breslav for different reasons, although related, overlapping, but distinct, uh, that he felt the ban still applied to. Rav Aaron Cutler said that no the real problem was in the in the the real reason for the ban was that the or, or, original Hasidim overrode many of the the centrality of learning Torah and that today that quite the contrary the the Hasidic movement is at in many ways the forefront of promoting Torah learning that that ban no longer applied and he didn't say anything about Chabad or Breslav or anything he just said the ban is not relevant that was one uh, one observation I have that from Rav Moshe Heineman in uh, Baltimore, oh, yeah, and yeah. uh, he said that in the name of Aaron Kotler The other thing, Rav Aaron Cutler, going on an old question that was discussed if Rosh Hashanah is Yom Hadin and uh, it's the day of judgment, but then when we die, there's also a judgment. I feel it's nice. Nice segue to a cemetery with this. Die, there's also a judgment, but then there's also Yomadin, Agadol, there's gonna be a massive day of judgment. Well, what's the different function of these different judgments? Well, okay, we could distinguish between Rosh Hashanah, which is dealing with our lives up until that point, versus at our death, the cumulative sins and merits all being factored out. Okay, I could hear two different Yomadins. What's the third ultimate Yomadin coming? to address in different Mefarshim the Rabbanel a whole piece on this have addressed this ravaron Cutler's contribution based on, based on an earlier discussion in Chazal he points out "What's the do you know this a pretty central kind of important question he said the third final Yom Adin is when we die the book is not closed we each have a book with our name on it and uh, Metatron the angel is sitting and writing all of our various sins and merits and um, But when we die, the judgment's not over. Um, we leave it unresolved because in this world, everybody leaves a legacy. And um, that's what we call an ilui neshama, when somebody does something to ele- elevate the soul. Every kaddish that's said, and the person says, oh, amen, yehishmei rabba, that, you know, they get another chachink, they get another he- a- a- a heavenly brownie point. Um, every mishnah that's learned... Um, every piece of Torah that's quoted and if somebody inspired people well then how much more so so only on Yom ha- I know I'm getting called but I'm going to ignore it um, Yom Adin Hagadol um, will in the end all of this will um, will be factored in the Kadesh Baruch will know your cumulative impact in this world interesting then and this is Ravon Cutler's um, point he said well we just don't know so what you want to do in this life is sow seeds plant seeds uh, as, um, we we say, we say um, in Kohelis um, that we should throw out the bread on the water yamim yavo that we, uh, we don't know what the what the what, what what the end of your works are gonna be, but our job I was just saying I was telling Alex some of my things this last year. I've been making music, I have a this summer, so I'm just gonna to, to finally write write up a book of uh, the essential Rambans. Do stuff in life. You have no idea where it's gonna go, what kind of impact you have. So that's Reverend Cutler. And now segueing to the last point of our day, we're in the cemetery in New Brunswick. It's the Bubaver Cemetery, the Bubaver uh, Rebbe Roshalom we will go. In, we'll go in by his mm-hmm. by his kever. Um, led an extraordinarily hard life, and a lesser person would have been crushed. And um, he is one of the examples of somebody who did what a Jew does supposed to do. Is he saw life very much apropos what we were talking about, and then we got into this now into the car a little too a Jew sees life and with all the uh, challenges and difficulties he rises to it and, um, and does whatever he feels Hashem wants him to. So let's go inside. Mm. Babav is a relatively new uh, Hasidism. I mean Hasidis itself is not more than 200, 250 years old um, The founder of Babav was Rav Shlomo's grandfather also named Rav Shlomo um, and the is, the is the family name their grandfather was the Sanzer Rebbe, the Divre Chaim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chaim. What's that? I named that the Chaim. Oh, is that right?
2: My Zaida was the Abbeyster by the Dibre Yeheskel. Wow, it was the Dibre Chaim's son. And after the Debrei Chaim died, he wanted to name his kid after the Debrei Chaim, but he couldn't bear saying his only rabbi's name, Chaim, right? So my name's Yerachmiel, so if you look at Yerachmiel, within, within Yerachmiel is the Ois of Chaim. Oh, that's of. So he named him, he, my, my great great grandpa grandfather Yerachmiel after the Chaim.
0: Very nice. So. Who was also the brother-in-law of the Minchas Chinuch, uh, which is another very, very big family in Torah, and uh, with a big in, legacy as well. We're talking about legacy and what person leaves. So then, um, he he moved to Bubov. That's a small place in, in Eastern Europe. And um, by the time of the Holocaust, actually, uh, at that point during the Holocaust, the second Bubov Rebbe, Reb Ben uh, was the was the Rebbe. Bubov had been built up one of the largest, second, fourth largest Hasidic in Europe, uh, with a school system, camps, and. Building and growing, and um, the Nazis, Yimach Shemam, virtually wiped them out. Murdered uh, the Rebbe, the Baba Varebi, Rebenson, his father. Um, murdered his wife and children. He had two children with her, and his one son who survived with him was Rebbe Svi, who We'll talk about. They survived, um, but it was not one of these uh, magic carpet kind of survivals. They went through everything and had bitter, difficult stories that would have tested many a lesser person's uh, resolve. And, um, and there's one mice that's well known of the Babavir with his son, Naftali, who was young, where they felt, they understood that the next day they'd be dying. And, So the father said to the son, you know, now we have an opportunity to show Hashem really our devotion, our Messias Nefesh to him, and you have a mitzvah of kibbut av, you should do accordingly, so if there's an opportunity presented who should die first, you should honor your father, and you'll you'll volunteer, you'll do, and at that point the son was, of course, trembling, but uh, they said, they understood that, uh, that our mission in this world is to do good, and, um, They were spared, but not spared the suffering, the agony, and of course they lost all of the Hasidim. Uh, He was not the Rebbe at this time. They lost the father, lost his wife, lost his other children. He got out, he went to London, he eventually made it to America, he didn't have a beard anymore, he he went through terrible, terrible ordeals. There were some 300 babover Verchasidim who found the way to America, but it's not like they came and they said, let's do it, let's build it again. It took some time, but um, he was not broken. And he started saying over, he was Talmud Chochem already at that stage, and started saying over Shmuzim, and people heard, oh, Taka, he's, he's, he's a great man. He's a rough, he's the Rebbe. He became the Rebbe. He became the Baba of Rebbe, and it was his understood task to rebuild Baba Today, it's the it's the uh, it's the largest citizen borough park, and the, and the second in the United States after, after, after Satmar. It's massive. The numbers are disputed. Hundred thousand more, maybe, uh, of Baba of Hasidim. And here's, here's something that you don't always hear. And it's you know we say sometimes sometimes there's so much. Superlative talk about Gedolim, you can't tell the difference between them. I don't know if you have you walk, walk away with Gedolim fatigue sometimes because there's <laughs> there's just so much. There's so many. They, they, it starts to sound like cliches. So that's why I try to be very specific. And in this case, I, I think this is a unique quality. He was somebody who um, was such a loving, lovely person. He avoided machlokas. He avoided arguments, uh, and that's what he was known for. And that conciliatory kind of personality really drew people close. People, people wanted to be near him. And uh, he was also very much in the spirit, spirit of Placidus. He danced, he sang, he, he danced with the Sefer Taira. He was regal in his ways, he was very refined. One mindset that stays with me, I've said this for years, he was known to eat his food in a way that you always brought the food to your face and not the other way around. So some people, sometimes sadly in yeshivas, who go like this, who bend down over their food to stuff it in their mouths. It, it, it recalls for me a famous scene in Shoftim, where Gidon takes, his, uh, takes the men and he gives them a test to see who could really be a good fighter for Hashem, and he has them drink water. And many of the men go down on their hands and knees like dogs and lap up the water from the river, and others find a way, some kind of a makeshift vessel that they could use to bring the water to their face. Because, in a way, symbolically, that's what we're doing in this world. We're trying to elevate the Gashmias, the physical, to the ruchmias, to the spiritual. And that's how he lived his life. And um, by example, he drew um, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands to him. And uh, by his death in the year 2000s, uh, Baba became a force, became a, became a tremendous um, institution. You're going to say something?
2: No, I just wanted to point thing here, $5 for air conditioning.
1: You pay
0: it's like a and throw the air five dollars. Yes. No, Everything's like everything it's started here. Everything thought um, of when it's he beautiful. died when he died, so he got remarried, Baruch Hashem. He was able he was he was able to remarry and uh, and rebuild and have more children. He was replaced the next resident, but only for five years was Naftalitzfi, who by that point was was an elderly man. And um, he continued he had no sons. He had, um, he had two daughters. And one of the daughters um, was married to reverend give the name exactly, uh, Rev Unger, whose full name is Rav Mordechai David Unger. Um, and he's a great person. And also somebody who's not about machlok, somebody who avoids arguments but shortly after the death and sometimes when especially this happens with Placidus where you leave such a charismatic central figure who's going to replace him so he has a younger son by his second marriage uh, who was born in 1955 and named Revencion after uh, his father um, who immediately attracted a large following so there was actually a bastion about this there was a dispute that reached the bastion who's going to be the real bubba for Re, um, Rebbe, and of course, there's a certain poignance and sadness in this. You know, that his legacy, who, he who avoided argument, would lead one, but okay, you can't always control these things. In the end, the Bastion, the paskin, that his younger son, um, instead of the, the grandson in law, should be the new Rebbe, and there are two Babov. And, and what, what happened effectively is that there is the mainstream Babov. 45? No, the mainstream is Babov. That's the son, the younger you son. Mean? Bubble 45 named so because It's on 45th. Street. It's on 45th Street. So there's uh, there's a called Bubble 45 nowadays that's led by this rough anger. At
2: this point Bubble become so big that they call it up Bubble 45 and Bubble 48 cuz the main one was
0: on 48. On 48th Street. Street. So they do then they then do then call then. that. But Bubble 48 is still by far the dominant yeah. of the two of the two uh, groups. Um,
2: and who heads that one again?
0: The large one is his son Rav and the smaller one, Baba Forty Five, is his uh, granddaughter's husband, Rav Unger, it must who be I very mentioned.
2: It's weird as to Talmud Rabbi coming here yeah. and knowing that you're going to be right here one day. It's like, you can really tell like, the way they set out. Yeah, like, the next gonna really be there. It's like it's almost like everything's
4: planned.
0: Yes, the. uh... You know, the fertility rate of um, the Hasidim, the New York Times pointed out in their, in their eulogy, uh, their, their, their obituary, they, they said it's twice the time, twice the size of the rest of New York. You know, how, how many babies? So this idea that you come, that you rebuild, that, you know, we talked about Raharon Cutler's idea that, you know, what's going to be on Yom Adin, the fact that, you know, the impact that one person can have uh, after really, what for many people was a sign of hopelessness and despair, that, you know, after surviving the Shoah, and he came into it. was greatly vital, He he used it to, to build and to build this vibrant, joyous uh, group of people. You go to Brooklyn today; Bubba is so dominant. We were there by remember the Levinsons. We stayed by, and but we came for your wedding, and we they made a Sheva brachos for you. Right. That whole area was the Bubba for area.
2: Also so bubble is much right. actually bigger than your actual Hasidos because they have the biggest theaters in Brooklyn. The so a lot of people, a lot of people a lot a lot of, go a lot of the even from the other right. Hasidim, they Indeed. go to bubble Probably right. the Probably a majority of the Hasidim in the New York area went to some type of bubble of fader or not. Right. So he de established a lot of different Shivas
1: and theaters. Right. And, uh, yeah, it was like that.
0: He was full of simcha. People flocked to him. They just wanted to hear him make They wanted to hear him he just had an exuberance. So, uh, so this is good to come here, and I don't, this is sort of off the beaten path, and we were just talking about how hard it is to travel around the tri-state area, you know, I, we look, when Alex and I were brainstorming what to do, and I want to thank Alex for uh, putting today together, we had a very special memorable uh, a few experiences. I remember I... i I, uh, I, I like just leave it in a second so you can see what you can say in a second, but you know, like it looks like, oh, let's do this all, all together we said we're going to go there, we're going to go to upstate to uh, curate, to curate, up curate up Yol and everything. No, you can only do so much, but Baruch <laughs> Hashem, you know, we got around. Go ahead.
2: No, I'm saying I suggested this to you, like, what about, like, I just remember the Mother of the, the, mother of the And if you've ever been, been I'm here. like the Mother the road, I've never been here. Right? Yeah. And you can see that, I mean, during the yard like this place is packed, that's why they there are people park mm-hmm. here, it's, this is built that hosts hundreds of people here. Yeah. Right, so we happen to come at a time where only one's here, which is very special, and, you know. But I mean, this is this is probably the most visited, you could say, farm in all of America. One of them. Yeah,
6: certainly. Sure. When's yours, sir? It's sure. yeah. Do
0: you, do you, do you all, do you know all know how to read the tombstone. This is a more elaborate tomb, yeah. but what you Always have on every Jewish tomb. But usually not spelled out. So it's nice to spell that. Are these initials? Avnon, Tzadi, base, Hey, which is based on the twenty-fifth parak of Shmuel. Olive. Avigail is one of the seven female prophets gives a bracha to David, who later goes on to marry, your soul should be bound to the eternal bond of life. <coughs> and the rest is describing their greatness, their, their contribution in this world, and only Hashem knows exactly uh, what their infinite uh, contribution to all Israel is. When is what? When's the let's see. Uh, well, let's see. When he was... The Chodesh when he b'eched the Chodesh. doesn't say
2: everything? Oh, it's coming coming
6: up. up, yeah, let's call the shot. Mm-hmm.
0: and
2: I've never seen uh, graves like, like this. Like the uh, other, you
0: know, it's the done, done. It. Of this. Yeah, I, I mean, notes the moral. Are yes, those, like, people, can, people leave notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what's uh, tricky. Is what you do by the grave of a tzaddik. I always point this out. Um, Davening to the tzaddik, that's the vodazara. They have no, they have no extra powers, or or, or, or everything's from Hashem. Mm-hmm. Um, Davening the Tzaddik should put in a word to kaddish Baruch Hu controversial. There are Poskin who criticize that. Rav Tokachinsky, who writes one of the great works on um, life and death, uh, the Gesher Chaim, he considers all the possibilities. Uh, he's aware that a lot of Jews will daven to the Tzaddik to be like a Melitziosher, to put in a word as it were, based on their credits, because theirs presumably are greater than ours, so they, they, they might be able to have... Protects you, know, protect sia, get in, get in, get in, get in uh, with the Kaddish Hu, But he prefers, his, his, his idea is that not to leave a note, just to dive into Hashem. I, so what do you have to come to the Babaverse Tever, all the way to South Brunswick, thanks for the correction, uh, the South Brunswick to, uh, to be able to do that? I can do that in my backyard, I can do that in shul, certainly. So the idea here is that's, that's more mystical, and the, the Gesher Chaim explains that when you had a great tzaddik like this, we know that there are five levels of the soul. And the lowest level, the nefesh, is connected to this world. And on its own, here's our tefillahs, sees our suffering and uh, our, our angst, and is able to take its own initiative and to do whatever it can to bring our tefillahs before Tadosh So there is something about coming to the I give my own, That's the Geshe Chaim. My personal take on this is, I come to the Kevr Vitzadi, any, any graveyard. I, I love going to cemeteries. I've been going the to the cemeteries, cemeteries all week. And great cemeteries, Har Zesim, and Hevron, and And, 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 Chavron, so last, and South
6: Brunswick.
0: What's that? And, <laughs> and South Brunswick. Right? But I love coming here because, you know, we, we said this in Chevron on Monday, I said this in Chevron on Monday, the Avos HaKadoshim didn't die. And the myriad stories about the great things that happened, legends about uh, the, the various uh, Sarimino, and Avram and Yaakov didn't die. And really the Siddiqim are vibrant in their deaths because of their, the, the great impact that they had. And, the, the, and, and so they, they're role models and telling stories about them by their kever makes them come to life. And okay, maybe I'm not the, the Baba Verevi, and maybe I can't even reach his toenails, but the idea that, you know, that he was here and he led a real life and he endured and th- un, unimaginable kinds of hardships and per- persevered and prevailed uh, makes me want to do the same. And that's powerful, you come here. And then you take this away with you, and uh, somehow it becomes part of your life.
2: Um, I would say two highlights of highlight for this. First, I think that the fact that so many people go to David and sort of give out their hearts at these places does give it some type of extra yes. to it yes. extra than what the Sabbath was the fact that thousands of people go to a, a grave a year to, to the dana tears themselves
0: take on a kedusha. Uh-huh. I, I agree with there. you I say that too because they, people are always asking me "Was oh, this the real grave site in Eretz shell sometimes they make up grave sites is this the real Keber Rachel or the other Keber Rachel I said, you know even if this isn't the real Keber Rachel do you know the kedusha that's here just because of the Jews tears that were shed here in, in genuine tefillah to Hashem yeah what else was the second the other thing the
2: was that that original, right? You, cities come and go, right? When you know it's like an old cemetery in Europe. That's how it was a few hundred years ago, right? There's, I mean, for the most part, yeah. right? You're walking those same pathways, you know, that people 200 years ago walked, right? There isn't that much that changes. I,
0: I, there's a third thing, too, yeah. related. Sometimes, and certainly in Chesed, this happens, is the sense of these great figures, these Siddiqui, almost take on mythic, legendary <coughs> proportions. <laughs> But in a bad way, in a negative way to the point that, okay, they're not even real. They're fairy fairytale and I, I don't really believe that that ever happened. or I, I can't really identify with that. It doesn't mean anything me personally. But you look at a tomb and then you consider the actual, whatever this is, slab of concrete or marble, whatever's in front of us, and then you imagine them putting the actual body into the ground. That makes it real. It was like a, his flesh and blood was here, who had all of his human urines is here, and stripes. Right, right. It's fresh, and it's twenty-three years, twenty-three years ago, almost exactly.
2: This is—I I don't mean to be—I um, don't know—say something improper, but like the bodies would be underneath the ground, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then this was built around, correct, the place.
0: anticipating that it would be a site of great pilgrimage, and then. This, this is not this, a. Standard, I mean, that's what's stated outside. Right? This this and these are the these are the monuments for the, these, these great figures. But it doesn't represent like their body size or anything. Right, nothing that's like that. Beneath. Correct. That's all underneath. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, why is this one much larger than? Because of his relative prominence, I guess. And this is an
2: amazing building. You look at the dome on top. Like, yeah, very classic.
0: Very classy, very. I mean, relative to others that I've seen that are even larger and sometimes ostentatious, fine, okay, it's Bubba. But like, does
2: it. Because 99% of us aren't that big,
0: what's the mausoleum, right? And top were like, oh, Mausoleums? Yeah, like, oh, hell, on top of us. Yeah, yeah. just going to have a plain old like that, right? Like, yeah. But just because you have this, doesn't actually show anything about it. Nothing, nothing. And you I mean, see sometimes where the most, the greatest uh, figure. Sometimes they just have their name, no frill, nothing fancy. The, uh, the body is wrapped in, in simple shrouds, put into the ground, you know, this is not, it's, that's why we were contrasting, You said that the non-Jewish cemetery has flowers around it, we put a stone and that's brought down, the very dead brings it down, put a stone on because we, it's just a symbol. They don't need flowers, they don't appreciate the beauty of flowers. But we, we acknowledge that they, we're, we're here. We take care of people in their lifetimes. That's why Yisrael, we take care of people in their deaths. And we show reverence, we show covet, it, covet a mace. And, and the, bit um,
2: of that, flame.
1: Yeah, and
0: simple, simple, and elegant flame. Right. Some of the biggest candles, I think. Yeah. seems like someone in the was here. Yeah, somebody was here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a nice min to daven, and we daven to Hashem, but we uh,
2: if I ever need candles in my house, I would still be covering the
0: other. You just come here and help yourself. Yeah, Your freeload, yeah, that's <laughs> great. That's
1: <right>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um and there's a halotha Natan Palace Rosh by the camera. Have That's Natan Palas Rosh. Yeah. Uh, for volley. <laughs> in a cemetery in general. It's a very it's a very significant thing and all kinds of Kabbalistic all kinds of significance. The Satarevi. Like, Sabu is arguably the largest Hasidist in the world. Um, he held that the common person and women for sure shouldn't even enter a cemetery in so serious a place. But uh, the way we're doing it, certainly to be inspired, is, uh, is, is, is totally fitting and appropriate. Yeah, they do have a machitza. Not surprising. They kept halacha. So it's customary to say uh, to him. we can say it to ourselves. You, know, you want to say it to yourself? You want to say it responsibly? What do you prefer?
4: Is there a particular one that's...
0: Um, If we do say something responsibly, I'm going to suggest doing something that's familiar to people, which is Kuf Chaf Aleph.